we are live here again with real news and we're man we have a busy news week busy news day actually and i'm just gonna dive right into the coolest thing we have which is not just a supreme court justice nomination but pluffy dictator phil here went to the trump middleton pa rally it's your first rally um I don't think, Alex, you've been to any. I don't know about you, Donnie. I've been to a CPAC speech, but Phil, so your first rally, just just unload on all the emotions because I know you're feeling them. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, it's, we, it, it felt like, um, you, you, you know how, you know how when you hear about other people talking about a Trump rally, that it's like a rock start, it's like a, a, a rock band event. It's a rock like, concert. It, it's a rock hunt. Like it, it was, it, it was exactly as advertised. Like we got there. So, so he didn't start talking until like close to eight. And uh, we got there at like four. We thought we, we thought we were going to, you know, be in a good position. Oh no, 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 no. We, we were already way back in line by the time we got in there it was like i think we got in there at like i want to say close to six five thirty six ish something Jeez. like that it took forever to get in there and then one and then like and then we got in there and it was stand and and we we couldn't get a seat because it was like it was already packed it was like but the interesting for me the interesting part was like when they had the lines and we stood in them and we got to the front there when we got to the front of these lines there was there were folding chairs there were coolers uh there there was even there was even like blankets and, and like i think i saw a sleeping bag there too like it was le legitimately like they were camping out for like 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 you would see think for like tickets to like a high a high-priced rock band like it was just it was incredible it's like a fucking penn state game <laughs> it was literally yeah i mean it was so crazy here's um, a by the way i'll just jump in real quick trump just made this his banner on twitter it's a picture of the rally and it's bigger than i even thought it was in the pictures i saw do yeah. you see yourself in here anywhere Oh, Not I would. Dox you. I, I would have to be in the back. Like I would have had to been in the back. Uh, there. Yeah. There's no way I would have been. I, I they, would be do they have numbers? Like how many people were actually able to attend? It was packed. Like it was. I would say in the thousands. I know there were it, two thousand chairs, like folding chairs. They had. You see some of them in the picture here. There were two thousand of those. There's got to be at least like a couple hundred people there was in each at least, of those stands. At least double. At least double that was standing in the back. At least double that was standing in the back. Jesus, it was nuts. It was nuts. They look. The, they had a the only that the, like they gave out waters, like they gave out waters at the event, which was pretty cool. That's but good. they they the only the only refreshment they had when you got in, like when you got in and passed all the security and whatever, was the uh the farm show milkshakes, which I freaking love anyway. But like they, you know, they made a killing. They made a fucking killing at the event because there was a there were lines. Like I waited, I waited over an hour 
to get a fucking milkshake. Like that was wow. like, yeah, it was nuts. I mean, they're good. I mean, they're farm, those farm show milkshakes are fantastic, but, um, like it was, it was just nuts. It was insane. But and you uh, got and, there oh, when doors open, by the way, for people uh, to understand, like, the it was Trump was scheduled to speak at seven, but doors open at yeah. four. And with these events, that means you need to get there well before four. And Phil yeah. was like texting me, I think at like two, like yeah. And you were like, oh, should I go? Like, like, close to three. Yeah. yeah, they were like, yeah. You were like, you were telling me, yeah, you 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 need to see. I was like, you gotta go there. now. <laughs> yeah, like, and so yeah, so 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 we went, and it was like, it was just insane. There were like the. I was breathtaking. I was stunned at the amount of folding chairs that were in the front of the lines. And they just left them there. They were just like, whatever. Um, and there were just rows of folded, folded folding chairs. Like, I'm just, I was, it was crazy. It was just crazy. And those were the people um, waiting in line. You're saying their chairs. Those were the people waiting in line. Holy and it was shit. rows rose and those weren't provided right those were their no no that was their own amazing yeah yeah it's it was nuts i see some of the standing uh photos now because i had two of my volunteers that were at this rally at least and yeah i see some of the standing section now maybe you're in this picture but like no i was we were yeah oh my god we were far back we were behind we were behind even that, I think. Wait a minute. Wait, we're, I'm trying to Dude, look how far back at. it goes into the hangar. Yeah. It went into the... Yeah, it went into the hangar. Oh it went God. into the hangar. Yeah. It was insane. Literally. Like, because the chairs... Didn't even... Yeah, like, the chairs were completely engulfed by people. Like, there were people even, even like... And they were they were trying to get... They were trying to get security to keep people from hanging out around the chaired areas, right? Yeah. And and there were still there was there was no way. Like you couldn't hold all those fucking people. Like you couldn't hold back all those people. Like it was it was so many people. And there was more there was even more behind these guys too. Like there was even more. Like it was it was so insane. Yeah, I wanna go to one so badly. <laughs> Oh man, I I think the one I'm probably gonna be able to go to is remember how in 2016 he did like a victory tour after he mm-hmm. won. I I assume he's gonna do one after yeah. he wins again. That's probably gonna be the only one I'll be allowed to go to. Yeah. Um, and you guys know what I mean by that, but it, uh-huh. dude, like I'm t- I again, what I see with Trump is massive crowds, high energy, love fest, enthusiasm. You don't see this shit with Biden. You don't see a shit with Hillary. It is night and day difference. I mean, and I don't know about you, Phil, but like when Trump does come out and speak, it's like surreal. The energy's insane. People are shouting shit and like having a great time, laughing. Like every joke you feel. It's like one thing to see on TV because sometimes some of his jokes, they don't, I'm not saying they don't feel like jokes, but like you kind of like have to like, you know, really sort of like have in tune of your sense of humor to pick it up. But when you're there, like you know what's a joke, you know what's, you know, funny. Like there's like no question. And then the media will spin it 
And when you're there, you're like, are you kidding me? That was clearly a joke. And uh, it's it's just a love fest. Like I, I know he says that a lot, but like it legitimately is what I know too, is that it's such a love fest. We call it a conservative Woodstock. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's I I'll say a couple points. One, so when we got there, we got there obviously we were standing. Um and the the screen which was like they, they had that. a they had a screen which was right about where that picture was taken on on Trump's Twitter page. Um the screen uh, had played uh, the Fox News coverage of Amy Barrett's nice uh, uh, nominate our nomination, and the place went nuts. Like the place just went nuts. Like oh my god, that's amazing. You could tell. Like look, you tell this this chick that they like. She was she's a popular one. She is. Yeah. Um, is that Amy Barrett person? Yeah. So, well, well, we'll, we'll dig into that a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, that. that's a whole other thing to unpack. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what I thought, too, be so cool is that I knew, like, when I saw Doors open at 4, he was going to announce it at 5. I thought, all these people are going to be together seeing that live. That's going to be yeah, so cool. Yeah, it was nuts. Like, the the place went crazy. Uh, I, it, and that was, that was awesome to see. Like before, like Trump hasn't even showed up yet and he's already like, and then I was thinking, and then I was thinking in my head, I was thinking, holy God, this Trump guy has a lot of energy Mm -hmm. to, to, to be at a, at a, at a, uh, at a nomination in the white house and then fly to Pennsylvania to do his thing and then fly, like, like, I'm like, what? Man, this guy has it. I don't have that much energy, and uh, and he's got like, I gotta say, he's got at least thirty years on me. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is this is incredible. Um, let's see. The other thing, the other thing I wanted to say about the event was, uh, I would have killed for those seats anyway. Um. <laughs> You can see the screen too. Uh, I would have killed another man and ate his. I would have killed another man and ate his brains for those fucking seats. Oh, like I you got to understand, like how bad. Like you were standing there for hours. Like I mean, I, and if it, if I wasn't so psyched to see Trump, I probably would have been pissed. But the fact that like like just Trump just brings it out. Like just the energy there, it's enough to like make you'll you'll run through walls. For the like you just run through walls just to see this dude but um it's just the energy it's just, it's just so much even <laughs> even when he pulls out when he when he when he when air force one landed oh it God, was like the awesome. play that is crazy <laughs> it was so crazy anyway I, I know i'm digressing here sorry um so there was a lot of chance of CNN sucks. I saw that part. Yeah. A lot of those. Uh, so the, and it was bad enough to the point where I started feeling bad about <laughs> the one CNN reporter that was there. Like literally I, and I hate, and I hate CNN with an enraged passion. Right. However, after seeing some of the stuff that was said to the <laughs> CNN reporter, I was like, wow, okay. I kind of feel bad, you know, 
of course it went away but you know like i just it was like it was so it was so insane like and of course he when when he was he was talking about oh there's the fake news media and everybody just like and the booze were just yeah, yeah. crazy <laughs> and you know when when and it was raining too so like well it wasn't really raining heavy it was like a light drizzle but yeah. like you know like you know when pe- people are willing to stand in the rain and get wet just to boo you you know you're you're <laughs> bad you know you're bad like just um and to boo loudly too like it was a loud like um it was it was it was a it was just such a unique experience um i i i was i was totally taken back it's magical isn't it 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 really is it's something else and that's where i I, I mean, I sound just like you have that. I saw him at CPAC. Like, I was like a little kid, like all excited. Like, I saw Santa Claus or something. It's like, I, I it is so hard to put into words. Like, you can only describe it so much, but you just have to go to one. I mean, when my girlfriend and I saw him at CPAC, she, you know, she likes Trump and she's going to vote for him. But, like, she's not like a fucking, like, has like eight hats and ten posters like I do. You know, she just sees as like, oh, good president, I'm going to vote for it. She came out of that speech like, like excited and like Google, like um, you know, big eyed and like you know what I mean, like just like so taken aback and like wowed by it. It, it. He has such a magical ability to connect with people, energize people, excite people, and just make people happy. I just have never seen it before. It's unreal, unreal. I mean, just look at yeah. all these people. I come did, out and I. I, I got to say, I did share a little bit of my humor with some of the people that were there. Uh, yeah. I, I know some of you, uh, I know some of you are saying, oh, does he, does Buffy Phil even have any humor? Like, <laughs> no, no, I did. Um, there was somebody that was dressed up like Santa Claus. Oh my and, God. Yes. And so, so one, so, so there was a, there was a, a young teenager that said, Oh, he looks like Bernie Sanders. I was like, well, you know, well, with, well, with Bernie Sanders, it's a little bit different because he takes, it depends. Yeah, no, it depends on, it depends on how much, what, like who you are. So for example, if you're in the top 1%, he's going to start taking presents from under the tree. Like, <laughs> and they, they got it. They got a fairly kick out of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, and I, I mean, it's just like everybody got, everybody got along. Oh, by yeah. the way, another thing I know I'm just shooting out random. I, I want to say random points, but just points that are kind of all over the place. Um, so I'm trying to see, wait, this might be where you were. This was technically the overflow this crowd. Could, wait, wait, let me see if I I don't see me. I'm probably no, no, no. I was behind because that's the that that's where the media was at, and I was behind a little bit. Jesus. Uh, that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, if this was an indoor one, you would not have gotten in. No, definitely would not have gotten in. I just hope um, you didn't get COVID. <laughs> probably. Oh, I mean, you know, it's uh, who knows. Anyway, get a free yeah, get a free vacation from work. 
<laughs> yeah, they'll probably <laughs> fire. They'll probably fire me. They're like, "Oh, you went to a Trump event? You're fired." Yeah, you piece of shit, um, racist. You racist, homophobe, sexist. <laughs> Piece you know what? You know, speaking of that though, what they're actually doing with the staffers that were there that were working this rally, the the ones I know, they have to quarantine two days before this and then two days after. And I know somebody that is also going to the Mike Pence debate watch party, which is in Lancaster. Um mm-hmm. and so since he, they're kind of back to back basically, his two days of quarantine ends. And then the next day is the Mike Pence one. Then he's got two more days of quarantine after that. So he literally has a mm. week missing in action. Mm. It's crazy. But yeah. mm. Oh, and here's, All by right. the way, here's that video of the line that you were talking about where people were lining up. People basically mm-hmm. lined up in the parking lot, and then they had these vendors around it, um, yep. which, you know, is always interesting, too. Um, to see all that stuff, but it's like, like you said, like everybody gets along it, again. Love fest is the best way to describe it. Everybody's yeah. just happy to be together. Is it's? I'm just like getting like the feels just thinking about it yeah. and hearing you say because I I know exactly yeah. what you're describing. I know it so well. It's and, it's and, memorable. And and, and so the shitty press is going to tell you and some of these like you know these unfunny late night comedians tend to tell you that like oh these trump rallies are just a bunch of you know a bunch of white racist men or whatever let me tell you like being there it was incredibly diverse i saw uh a lot of women a lot of women that were there. I saw African Americans. I saw Latinos. Uh, I saw a huge sign that said Pacific Islanders love Trump. Yes. Right? Huge sign. And there were eight there were Asians. They were giving out like they were giving out stuff. They were giving out masks. They were giving out like it was just it was there was so many people of all diverse backgrounds that were at this event. I was like, up. Oh, stereotype busted okay there you go <laughs> and uh, that that felt good too i was just like wow this was just so much it was just so much to take in and i was just stunned and i felt so good just cut it was it was wow uh, i'm glad you mentioned the thing about the woman because ronna mcdaniel was on fox tonight the rnc chairwoman and she said that 50 they surveyed the people attending it and 50 percent of people at that rally were women that's fucking yeah. gender equality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's a, that if if you telling me that 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 sounds accurate to me. Like I'm like, look, there's just as many women as there were men. Like well, yeah. that, here's the thing, I bet if fucking Joe Biden had a rally, he'd probably have even less women because they'd be afraid that he'd break them. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome about that because honestly, um, like the group that I co lead like we were starting to have um, a higher women ratio than men. Mm-hmm. Then we, when we first started, it was like seven men. And then the rest are now it's, it's like very even or women, just more women than men. Yeah. And yeah. I can tell you too, from my, you know, limited experience door knocking I actually crossed 7,000 doors to, uh, today. I think um, even from that, I can't tell you how many women I've talked to that are pro Trump. It might even outnumber the men, and that just might be because 
these are stay-at-home moms or something like that. But like the whole, and that's another thing. That's another thing. Um, good, good thing you brought that up, Sean. The the idea that that Joe that the Pete they were saying uh, again with these, and I'm sorry I bring up these polls. Please forgive me. But they're there's like, oh, Biden's winning with, with uh, stayed out like uh, what is it? Stay at home moms or something like that, or um, it's the suburban white women or something like right. that. There were a lot of there were a lot of suburban white women at this event, right? Yeah, that's, that's like, a big I'm, part of his base. I, I I'm saying like, look, I don't think that. I don't think whoever's taking these freaking polls is not like I it's not accurate at all. I'm sorry. It's just not like you you go to this event and you see a whole different you see a whole different story compared to what they're telling mm-hmm. you. Like I I just don't see it. I just I don't see how Trump loses Pennsylvania without there being some sort of foul play, which of course is is not out of the uh, realm of possibility. And the other thing, especially too, in Pennsylvania, where now now they didn't they, didn't they just didn't they move the 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 ballot like where they could they could count ballots up to like nine days after the election or something something long well something weird with that. I mean, okay, I'm gonna explain that a bit because it it makes sense in a lot of ways. That doesn't mean there's you know, no room being open for fraud, but they extended the time that they could count ballots till three days after the election. I don't know if that date, that number has changed. Mm-hmm. When I last checked, it was three days. Now, the reason for that is because if you send your ballot in, let's say on Halloween, mm-hmm. and it doesn't get there till November 5th, the 5th of November, in my opinion, your vote should still be counted because that's not your fault. You mm-hmm. mailed it on time, arguably. Well, to be honest, I would always do it sooner rather later, but that's me. But you still mailed it before the deadline. The deadline was the third that it would have to re- arrive in the po- at polling at your polling or sorry, your county board of elections. Now the problem is that there's going to be a lot of mail. I mean, there's look. Even though in my guesstimates, less than 30% of people are actually going to do mail-in, it's still a shit ton more than absentee has ever been like. So you have a shit ton of mail, and the mail is reduced staff, it's cut back, it's really slow, all that jazz. I get why they did that as long as, and this is supposed to be what they're keeping, they're, they're keeping it the rule that it has to be postmarked before election day if that's so the when, case you're i think this is fine so when the heck are you gonna know who's the president that's, that's oh you're not gonna know for weeks dude like i well i actually let me say it this way they ramped up staff if everything goes semi-smoothly you know there, there's gonna be fuck-ups but like if it's basically smooth we'll know in a week by the end of the following week. If it's not smooth, and if Trump, even after all that, there's like a few key swing states where he's neck and neck in, it's going to be a couple weeks, if not more. If he wins 
a lot of states on election night, which he will. It's going to be a landslide. And even after they count the mail-ins a week, and maybe there's just a few states remaining and it's still a landslide, we'll know. That's what I think. That's what I've, when I've talked to people within the campaign about it. It's kind of where we're at. And PA is not that bad, by the way. It's other states that are really bad, like New Jersey and Nevada is getting bad. And I worry about Virginia because Virginia, dude, had big crowds like this shit. Virginia's in play. I initially was like, dude, Virginia's lost. I even had blue on my map. Now yeah, they're I'm saying, questioning they're, they're it. saying Virginia, Virginia is in play. Like they're I saying, I think it is in play. I don't yeah. think he will win it. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say for certain if he's gonna win it or not. I currently don't think he is going to win it, but. Ooh, I could change my mind. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, but the other thing I was going to mention too was that um, I don't want to forget this. Um, Ronald McDaniel also said when they surveyed people coming into the rally that 15% had not voted before. They didn't vote for Trump last time. They're now voting for him. I think around that percentage were Democrats too, not of the ones that didn't vote for, but just people in attendance were Democrats. And I think the takeaway from... This is something I was thinking about. I actually went door knocking this week, which is that because I talked to quite a few people that were Democrats or that didn't vote for their voting for Trump. And what it's telling me, and I know this has kind of been said before, but I think it hasn't been emphasized enough. And it's something that we really need to think about when we're getting people after Trump to run is that. What you're seeing happening, especially what started in 2016, 2016 was a revolution. Like, we all know, we all loved it. It was a revolution of anti-establishment, working class, nationalist, populist America. But what did that do? It made a total realignment of our political climate. Mm -hmm. And I I can't put it any way else. It is a realignment. It is not Democrat versus Republican anymore. It's not, oh, we're kind of the same, but we disagree on these few things. Or oh, Republicans are more about, you know, constant, pro, con, you know, more strict constitutionalism and Democrats more loose. No, no, no. This is all gone. I mean, what you're seeing in these crowds are not really Republicans and not really conservatives. It's working class, populist Americans that are saying fuck you to the system and we're changing it and we're not going to stop. And that's the key thing is that after Trump, this needs to keep going. And that's why I think is what is so critical now is the realignment we're seeing is the outsiders. It's outsiders and anti-establishment versus insiders. This fight is not going to stop and this mindset is not going to stop. I mean, before 2016, how many people were talking about lobbyists? How many people were talking about getting rid of special interests? How many people were talking about draining the swamp? That wasn't even a phrase. The realignment that you're seeing is amazing. Because like you even said, Phil, like a lot of people there were Democrats or Latinos, African Americans, like every minority you could think of. Republicans really weren't doing that before. And I even talked to a guy today that was an immigrant from Spain that's voting for Trump. I mean, you're getting people from every demographic you can think of voting for Trump and it's all it's increasing. And I and that's why I'm that's where the thing hit me is that this is just such a realignment. It's it's unbelievable. And again, it sounds like a simple, obvious point. 
But when you really dive into it and you really look at what's going on, there is just a complete realignment happening. Like this is really unprecedented. We're I, and I know we said this in 2016, but it's the fact that this has become a big movement and you're getting candidates for Congress and for the Senate that are framing yeah. themselves this way too. It is, it's a the beautiful masses. thing. Hey, Jason said down in the chat, I went to the Trump rally here in Dallas last year, waited in the AAA line, which is in the airlines center, uh, since 5 a.m. And there were already 2,000 people there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. And, you look, and, and keep in mind, like Harrisburg is not that big of a city. No, it's like it's not. When you look at the grand scheme, when you look at the grand scheme of U.S. cities, like it's not that big. It's not that big at all. Well, and I you, think a lot of like there's way bigger cities than PA. It's it's, it's fucking tiny. The only thing yeah. that's being the capital and for the farm show. Well, I will tell you this may be very. There may be a lot of reasons for this, and it may be anecdotal. But when I was knocking in one neighborhood today, I was knocking at like eleven thirty noon, and nobody was fucking home. It was door after door after door. I may have talked yeah. to two yeah. people and i knocked a hundred doors i'm like no 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 this isn't a coincidence i only had this on labor day weekend and that's because everybody was gone for labor day weekend where the fuck is everyone now they were at the freaking trump rally and i knocked <laughs> on another neighborhood and the only reason those people were home i believe was because they were all old people but they had a lot of not homes too and it's a saturday saturdays are when everybody's home and that's why we're knocking but dude nobody was home <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. It was so weird. I'm like, are they all at the rally? I think part of it is like, well, I think part of it is 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 more of you know they say that you know sunlight is the best disinfectant. Um, Democrats have embraced socialism. They really have. They've embraced this hard socialism. At, that that that's gone to damn near full communism like they've they've embraced these ideas that are socialist communist and like the it, it's going even against their own the majority of their own party like so so they've completely become this fringe scary like my i don't want to say minority but it's like you've you've abandoned the center like you've just abandoned the center and like they're not about that like these people aren't about that like they're not about the squad going past it trying to throw crazy socialist shit at us like no they, these are most americans are just good hard-working people that are trying to make a living trying to make their lives better their families lives better they're trying to you know they're just trying to you know do whatever works to make their lives better and like and like this socialism they know like these people aren't stupid they know that socialism is a failed fucking ideology like it, it there's a there's a reason it doesn't work like it's a the only place it works is isn't the only place it works in is china where they have more slaves than we have people in this country right and like i just i wonder you know 
does that have a long-lasting damaging effect you know i i i have for the for the democrats that's that's my thing because i i don't i don't know how you if you're a democrat i don't know how you get the people in the center back is this the santa claus dude you were you saw uh no no so there were multiple santas there was actually i yeah there must have been like two two different santas oh dude no way one of the collegian reporters that that um report on the sargon event we did she was at the rally nice yeah, that that person interesting things to say, didn't they? No, she's actually oh. good. She's actually good. She's one of the good people at the Collegian. Okay. But yeah, she was there at the rally, I guess, for the report for the Collegian. But dude, oh, and also I love how because I was playing one of the videos. I love his playlist, by the way, at the rallies. He was playing Saturdays All Right for Fighting by Elton John, or whatever. Uh, Saturday Nights for Fighting. I fucked up that title kill me for that but yeah uh, that's appropriate since it was a saturday <laughs> yeah uh, that's great god trump rise of the best it was just and it was cool to see air force one it was cool to see air force one touchdown yeah. and like i was like wow this is like i actually get to see this i well i mean i i did see it a couple of times while i was in the military but like but like but to see it like at a rally it was just it was incredible it was just something just crazy also is he now using ymca to end all his rallies now instead of um the, the stone song we've heard it quite a few songs yeah well he can't i he can't play i don't think he can play the uh rolling stone song because i think the uh label bitched about it oh the band slash label bitched about it so but haven't they bitched before about it? Did they actually like do something now so that he wouldn't play um you can't always get what you want anymore? Yeah. Well, I mean, they 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 kind of did that with um cuz at the fir- the uh during the 2016 campaign, uh Adele did the same thing. Cause yeah, cuz he, he played he, rolling in the deep. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I just I don't they're there's nothing i mean honestly if he wants to play somebody's music there's really not much that the artist can do about it but it's the drama i think it's just the drama it's like oh you don't want to play your music i hate when they do that too and like i love a lot of these artists that he plays i just i hate the idea of like when they're they bitch about you using their songs at you know your route it's like dude like People and then look, they're scanning people's temperature. By the way, people that say, "Oh, people weren't being safe," everybody's temperature yeah, is getting. Yeah, they scanned. were scanned. Look, yeah, at the event, they they had they were scanning people's temperature. They had they had masks there. Uh, they were taking pretty much every safety precaution they could. Like this, it, there's definitely like that that um the social distancing and all well the 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 covid precaution thing that was that that was an outright lie they they had yeah they took they took their measures that's and that pisses me off too that they keep lying about that because like when they do like these white house events too you know you know they're gonna do that yeah like i had to do that sean yeah i know well yeah true um they always lie about i mean like i had a one of my coworkers was at a a fundraiser that pence spoke at and he was tested when he got there like they did like a hour test or whatever it was you know you get back an hour it's like 
these people don't get like what they're really doing. And I think if I were the White House and the campaign, I would bring these things up more, even though it might not matter. But I, I don't really hear them mentioning it much. But it's like yeah. I did, I wouldn't have known if my coworkers hadn't been there. Yeah, I mean, you're not. You're not. They're 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 trying to sell a bullshit narrative they've been trying to sell this bullshit narrative for god knows how long yeah and it's it's like uh, and, and i like everybody all these news outlets just keep continuing to play it it's just it's and it's like people are smart again people aren't stupid people are smarting up um and like they they're they're starting to realize it this is a this is part why like look there's a reason there's a reason why tucker carlson's ratings are going through the fucking roof right he's he's beating the lakers he's beating he's beating the nba playoff which really isn't saying much (laughs) because the nba playoffs are turned into absolute shit but yeah i mean people are get people get it people aren't idiots like they're seeing what's going on hmm Hold on, I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get a get a Red Bull here. All right, refuel. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's crazy that collegiate part I know is that that's cool. Oh man, I mean, I see that's the thing that's gonna be wild. Is like down the road when you like bump in the pen stairs at random shit. Like I I didn't tell you guys this, um, or maybe I did, um, Alex. But you know our um our wolf, no pun intended, in sheep's clothing. You know who I'm talking about. Um, back in 2016. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Woody. Yep, I know what you're talking about. We, I was on one of these calls for work, and somebody mentioned, "Oh, my NTL, what's called Woofy, Woofy, uh, knocked a hundred doors for me." I'm like, "Oh, did he?" <laughs> mm. I don't know if it was doors. Oh no, it was voter registration. They were like, "He got a hundred people registered to vote." I'm like, "Oh, did he?" An NTL, and an NTL is basically, by the way, it's a volunteer that is like a super volunteer that like basically does my job but for free. They volunteer to do my job. Wait, wait. So uh, Woody isn't even getting paid. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. Woody has a degree in. Pol- I mean, I'm glad he's not getting paid from the RNC. Yeah, the DNC, I could understand. I could see the DNC paying him. But I mean, well, well, this is a, we, we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Like he, like the, like political science really is, it's outdated. It's outdated. That shit used to work back in like back decades ago, but the, the game then. has, the game has changed so much. Yeah. Like a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that they teach. I mean, I guess it's good for historical perspective maybe, but like for actual modern application and politics, it's terrible. It's terrible stuff. And that goes back to what I was just saying earlier about the realignment that's happening. It's like the rules are changing. Everything's different now. And these people don't adapt. And it's like, I feel like we have, like, not just us, but like people in the movement in general, but like us specifically, like we have an edge in this because we get it. We're normal people. We're in tune with this shit. We're not like poli sci majors that suck dick to get all the way up the ladders of these, you know, major parties. Like we get what's going on, you know. We call bullshit when we see it, and we we are legit. And I, it's like, 
I'm not trying to toot our own horn to, but I'm just trying to tell people like the difference between these sort of people. Like it is yeah, very but, apparent. If you're yeah, a poli sci major, you probably shouldn't like if you want to be a poli sci major, you probably shouldn't fucking be a poli sci major. It's one of those things. For me, it's like I don't think that um I think it's like uh I think it ha it might have the same quality and career outlook as like sociology because like look you're not you, you, like i i guess if you work for a campaign and you're high up in a campaign you might make a little bit of money for the most part you're not getting paid shit like <laughs> i mean you're not getting paid shit that's like a sociology <laughs> major like look you're going like look you, you have a phd in sociology and you're making 60 grand a year that's just terrible you know just just give up like just give up i'm sorry like well you're telling me like you know how much a phd costs in college like especially like from our school at penn state like you know how fucking like the, that phd will run you about a good fucking half a mil easy like you're trying to that you're so you're basically gonna be half a million dollars in debt with no realistic way of paying that shit back and you're to get a sixty thousand dollar a year job, you're just done. You're done. Your life is over. To address the chat here, Frank is right. The middle wants nothing to do with socialism. Very true. Centrists are turned off by extremes. Jason says there's no way Biden is ahead. Agree hundred percent. I wasn't alive during JFK, but I would guess that Trump was more popular than he was. I bet Ah I, I wasn't alive during JFK either, obviously, but I, I'm not sure. I I think in some ways Trump is more popular, but maybe not. I don't know. I'd have to check the electoral map actually on that. I think I there's a lot of par like okay, I and, and I was talking to a couple of people about this too. Parallels. There 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 were a lot there are definitely a lot of parallels between him and JFK in terms of Don't say that, maybe you don't want to get shot. <laughs> no, I'm saying in terms of like I'm not saying. Like, well, there have been yeah. assassination attempts against Trump, so yeah. Well, yeah, but there's they weren't yeah. successful, and he wasn't in yeah. an open car, and he hasn't started shooting I mean, the mob. Yeah, well, no, I mean in, in 2020, in 2020, if I will say this, if 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 it happens in 2020, it's an inside job. That's how good Second. the Secret Service are. The Secret Service are phenomenal, phenomenal. There are a lot there tonight phenomenal i mean there you could like really he's the most protected man in all of the world uh, yeah like if it were to if an assassination were to actually be successful it would definitely be an inside job market okay i that that is Jeb Bush. that is my that is my <laughs> prediction that is my prediction if it were to ever happen it would be an inside job Count on. Wait, so you think Jeb would be the one pulling the strings to like finally reclaim yeah, what is his? Jeb, was, Jeb doesn't have that much. Uh, he doesn't have that much juice. Mm -hmm. He's he's he's, he's, he's an out. He's an outcast to even his own family. What are you? What are you talking about? Maybe like, that's know. enough. Maybe he goes and like hires someone with all his like. Let's say you know George W. dies, and then you know he inherits some money. It's like all oh, this Trump guy. He cucked me of the presidency. I hate this guy. I could see, I could see Jeb trying to go and pull a hit on Trump. He'd, be, and he'd probably become... fail pretty spectacularly. He'd probably pay like, I'd be like, he'd be the guy. Okay, Jeb Bush, because he's such a dork. He would probably be the guy. <laughs> he 
he would be the he would be the dumbass that would post a Craigslist ad. Like you know, he probably would. Like like looking looking to assassinate current president. Please please call. Great deal. Click. Yeah, actually, to mention Jeb, I want to say something too. Look, okay, think of the moment we're in right now. Just think about. It. Just stop mm-hmm. everything and think. What's going on in the world? We have Donald Trump as president hosting a massive rally in Pennsylvania with a political movement revolution happening. And we're appointing a conservative to the Supreme Court after already appointing two more. Where would we be right now? Imagine where we would be right now if Trump didn't run. If the principal conservatives had their way, if the Ben Shapiros and the Mitt Romneys and the John McCain's and the Lincoln Project had their way, who would we have run for? Pre- well, first of all, who would we have running? We'd have Jeb fucking Bush as our front runner and face of the party going up against Hillary Clinton. Who do you think would win that? It'd be Hillary well, fucking Clinton. Let's see. Yeah, last time we had a Bush versus Clinton, I think Clinton won. And so where would we be now? We wouldn't be in Trump's America, as the left loves to say. We'd be in Hillary Clinton's America, and we'd have three leftist, uh, far-left radicals on the Supreme Court, and we would, wouldn't have a wall, wouldn't have renegotiated China. There would be no uh, USMCA. There would be no... Um, healthcare improvements there would be no um you know i'm trying to think of all the, the va reforms there would be no tax cuts there would be no space force there would be no nasa missions back to the moon there would be no missions to mars there'd be none of this stuff there would be no troops being pulled of iraq and syria and afghanistan there would be no uh salmani dead there'd be none of that but hey we are in principle conservatives, guys. We are fringe radicals uh, in a cult, uh, worshiping a narcissist. Just, just remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I can see who would be in place. I, because I don't think Jeb would actually win. I think he'd run still. With Ted Cruz. Still... No, he wouldn't actually. I don't think he'd he wouldn't win have won the the general. No, no way. I don't think won. any. I don't think any of the. I don't think any of the current. The, the or the 2016 batch would have beaten Hillary Clinton, no, and that's no. like because it's like they're not. I mean, I mean, clearly Donald Trump was clearly the head best and shoulders above, different. like just a clearly had a head and shoulders above the rest. Like I mean, just so clear. And the problem was like like you look at it right. There were there were, first off there were what seventeen candidates or something like that yeah. total candidates in twenty sixteen, um all of them had more they had more political connections they had more fa- they likely had more favorability with the media like nobody nobody took Donald Trump as a serious candidate as far as the media was concerned and here Donald Trump came and beat all the odds beat all of them. Like, like I, I just like if Donald Trump, like, God, we'd be so fucked. Good God, we'd have been fucked if we would have had one of those other, one of those other sixteen. There, I mean, there's some good people. There's some good people like, that yeah, were running, but we they're did. not like, but they're not like, um, le- le- president worthy 
people. Like they're good people, but not like, see, like if, we, if we had Ted Cruz, I could live with that. But if we had like, but see, you're saying that that you just said that, like you just said, live with it, right? That's like well, uh, you know, I, like there's some things I did like about Jeb Bush that I was, you know. There is, or not Jeb Bush, I no, mean, there's no redeemable factor. No, there's no, like, no redeemable factor. Things like at least he was very strong pro 2A, but the chances are he, it would have been a lot closer if there was a, uh, you know, for the prime or for the general election. I think more realistically, you know, who was that guy from Ohio, like John Kasich, I think. Oh my God. You'd probably get someone like him, and he he's just such a fucking wishy-washy piece of shit, like Democrat wannabe. Like, that's who he'd probably end up getting. So I don't think Jeb would, would get the nominee. I think it'd be like a John Kasich or something. Fucking Rhino. God. I just like and we 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 saw it. Like, and and I think the one of the great one of the the best things about Donald Trump running in 2016 was we got to see a lot of the sludge within the Republican party as well as the Democrat. Like we already, we knew that the, we knew that the, you know, the Democrat party was full of sludge, but like Donald Trump, he, he shined a light on a lot of the sludge that was in the Republican party too, which everybody knew that there was sludge in the Republican party. But, but a lot of people probably didn't realize that there was that much, that much of it. Yeah. And no, it's like my first, you know, my first real time of speaking like politically with a bunch of other conservatives, it was like the college Republicans. And I thought, Oh, you know, these people be really cool and stuff. And then it's like, Oh, these people really, you know, mostly just, elitists and globalists and all this other bullshit so like you know that was what trump did but on like the global scale he showed you know their fucking trap cards he, he took a look at their hand yeah he saw that sort of just clicky bullshit same thing so it's just you know crs but with people who actually get paid for instead of you know pay to go suck each other's cocks mm-hmm. it was just like it was incredible like like for for me, like the the one thing that I that I liked, um, there were there was a Republican there was a Republican debate. Well, actually, all of them were funny, but um, the one where um, Donald Trump said something, and I think that he was he was booed by a couple of people in the front. And and Donald Trump immediately got you see those people that, that are booing out in the front, those are special interests, those are lobbyists, right? We tried to get we tried to get we got we tried to get some of the other people in the back. They were trying to get them up front. But these all these seats were owned by special interests and lobby groups. And it was like you never you never heard anything like that. I loved it too. Yeah, that's the fucking You never heard that yeah you never heard anything like that and it was so refreshing like that right there got me on board i'm like i like this guy and i because because of course you know when you see somebody when you see somebody like donald trump and he's like a the 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 first thing in the back of your mind you're like all right he's a reality star is it really serious no he went as soon as he went up front and busted up all these people i'm like i'm good i like that guy that you is a day one supporter um i i really i honestly i really wasn't into paul i really wasn't into pol- for me i was like all politicians are full of shit 
but Same. Donald Trump, but, but Donald Trump was the one guy I was like, okay, I think I can get behind that guy. And sure enough, like he just kept, and it just kept going. Uh, and then he started making fun of Jeb Bush. That was shit was hilarious. Like he was like, he was talking, about, he was t- saying to Jeb Bush something like, like, you know what? I can't, I can't hear you. You are all the way over there. And you know what? With all these, with, with these, with these poll ratings, like, look, you're, you're like, you're, you're getting less and less and they're moving you further and further away from me. Like soon you're probably going to be off of the stage altogether. I'm like, Oh yeah. I remember that one. He's like, he's like his poll numbers are dropping so much. He's moving further, further, further down the stage. Soon enough, he's going to be off the stage. He's right. Like, yeah. see, that's the thing. Trump made politics entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, beforehand, like, I'd, I'd be interested in politics, but I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, this is, like, fucking, you Funny. know, Saturday Night Live. You yeah. know, it, it was like, oh, this is politics. You know, this is, like, a bunch of people in suits, a bunch of elitists talking about shit that no one cares about sucking each other's dicks, giving each other's he hand was, jobs, you know? He was also, there was one, there was one, there was another, t- another period. He, uh, he during the primary like the primary debates where he is it the rosie o'donnell line well i mean that, that's that a classic that one was, that was funny too but um but he was like he had said i gave money to your campaign oh, i gave yeah. money to your campaign i gave money and he's like he's like look, look there's the and he was talking about there's so much dirty stuff going on in dc and I, I think, was it Anderson Cooper that asked, well, what, what do you mean? What kind of dirty stuff? And then he just went and said, oh, I gave the, I gave the Clintons, I gave the Clintons a certain amount of money. And then I did, and then I told them they, I demanded that they were, they come to my wedding, my wedding right? Yeah. And they were at my wedding. I'm like, <laughs> it was like, it was just incredible. Like, weren't you, like well, you, and also consider that that's something uh, normally like that's something that would be a trap for any other candidate. Oh, you say you want to, uh, you don't want lobbyists, but you are the biggest lobbyist. You know, it'd be like, oh, you're the hypocrite. Nobody thinks that of him. He totally yeah. handles it by embracing it and saying, look, yeah. I know what the problem is. I, I donate to people. I see what goes on. And it's like he comes from a place of authenticity and honesty, and that's why people – Love it. Like I remember people were telling me like early in the campaign, like when he was starting, they're like, You heard the same shit like he's not serious. You know, he used to be a Democrat. I really don't know if he's gonna keep his promises. I never thought for a second he wasn't gonna keep his promises. And look, I don't even have a legit reason. It just I just felt he was for real. That's all it was. I'm like, this guy's for real, he's gonna keep these promises. Like I didn't question it. And on top of that, um, you know, one of the other oh, shit, I'm losing my point now. It was something about oh yeah. Like when you see all these people come to these rallies too, I remember people saying, Oh, I mean he's getting big rallies, but are they gonna vote? I don't know. And I'm like, You fucking idiot. These people are sitting out in the rain for hours to see this guy speak. Thousands of people are sitting out in the rain for hours to see this guy speak. And you don't think they're gonna vote? You kidding me? And like Alex said, Trump made politics fun. Mm-hmm. It's so, and it's because he's just a fun, interesting guy. 
and you know and also yeah he does do reality tv and that's sort of the skills he brings to this they're unique and makes it interesting but he's just a character he's just a natural natural naturally funny guy naturally interesting fun guy so it comes with that and that's what people love about but you know he knows that i i i I feel like the the reality TV built up his po like like helped build his poker face, like he really like because you 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 know, like he he comes from a place of authenticity, and you know people people look at him and look at his authenticity, and they mistake it for like stupidity or something like yeah. there's like that that weird mistaken identity. But that comes from that. That I think part of that comes from reality TV too. Like, cause look how many, like, like how many reality TV stars have we often like looked at and we're like, oh my god, they're fucking dumbasses. I think mm. of Jessica Simpson, right? Like she had her re- reality TV show. Like, oh, I can't believe how stupid she is. Really, she's she's get she's worth eight hundred and fifty million dollars. And she's getting paid to look stupid in front of a camera. Some of you assholes out there are looking stupid for free. Okay. You like, look, these people are tight. Like if you think these people are stupid, they have you exactly where they want you. Look at the Kardashians, right? You know, look how much money they're fucking making off of, off of this reality TV. And to look, to, to look what people call stupid in front of a camera. Like I just, I Donald Trump lived in that sort of environment, right? Where people, where people think people think you're stupid. Like, no, this dude, this dude graduated from an Ivy league college. He ran a, he ran uh, billions of dollars of real estate investing. Like, like you just, are you kidding me? Like this dude, legit knows his shit like you and and you think he's stupid boy boy are you out of touch with reality i i just i feel like i also feel like uh one of one of his talking points by the way was great uh debt reduction i think he's going to do it like this next this next election, once he wins, he's going to do some real, real Donald Trump type shit to fucking cross mm. off some of this debt. Well, yeah, that's the thing too. It's like with with that particular parts, and people blame for all this coronavirus stuff. Like, you know, he was given a pretty shitty hand. Like, yeah, nothing Donald Trump did could have stopped the fucking coronavirus. It's going to happen whether you had Donald Trump, whether you had Jeb Bush, whether you had like fucking Hillary Clinton yeah. president. No, he did. He did a great job. I'm t- I, and and pe- pe- nobody nobody else is really going to say he did a great job. He did a great job. Like, look, and then they're like, well, why didn't he have a system in place? It's literally he literally called it Operation Warp Speed. He fucking made he made he helped pave the way for a number of record setting uh, vaccine developments, like multiple. We're not talking just like one, like, like some of these people just had one, um, had one company whenever, whenever there was like an outbreak of some kind, they'd have like, they'd give a government contract to like one company or something like that. He had, he had Donald Trump had it where he got rid of all the regulations and had multiple companies competing. Um, that's the way you do it. How he did it is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, And like, and, and like, and he like 
nobody no there's not a president uh, there's not a president out there that would have done what donald trump did like and, and and it's incredible and to think we could have a we could have not only one vaccine we probably have a couple vaccines by the time by the time he's reelected like this is incredible this is incredible incredible stuff when you look at it from its finite detail and when you compare it to other even other even other smaller outbreaks it's incredible and i think that's a very understated point too is that the idea of doing multiple vaccine trials with multiple people once is the smartest and best way to do it and i think that's the the tricky thing for him and anybody in this situation is that nobody really knows what a good handling of this looks like and nobody else knows Mm -hmm. what a really i mean you could have some ideas of what a bad handling of this looks like but you really don't have like a objective like okay if this many people die, he handled it poorly. If this many people die, he handled it well. And either way, like people are gonna die. So it's like, well, well what does good necessarily look like, and what does bad necessarily look like? And I think for the for some people, it's like really hard to sort of like wrap that like idea around your brain. But he, but Donald Trump also gets it. But Donald Trump also gets it too, because like it's he knows that the platform is the, the especially when it comes to the media and the image or whatever he already knows he already knows they're they're in it to make him look bad regardless so he's like well just i might as well just do this shit my way and to hell with whatever anybody else thinks this is like this is where he's separates himself from some of the other presidents of of the past like i i just like he he know he does there's no blueprint obviously for something like this like some national uh pandemic or worldwide pandemic for something like this but he has them to be fair we did have one in like 1919 or 1918 yeah we did oh i think we we all and we all remember how that turned out right (laughs) now um no i i mean i get it like like we we don't we didn't know like like we 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 didn't know how to handle it but he but but again trump trump knew how to handle colossal shit because he's handled colossal shit in the past with a lot of his real estate stuff and and i always argued and i always argued that real estate like real estate is a very good translation for government like i always felt like it because you're 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 negotiating deals short term you're negotiating deals long term you're negotiating contracting right you're negotiating management management. there's time management there's budget management there's like all these things that you have to handle in real estate that you also have to have to handle with, with as far as the government goes as well so I, I was like, I and, and I looked at it even when he ran. I was like, well, he if if he's done this and all this same stuff in real estate, why can't he do it with the government? And yeah. we're seeing it. We really are seeing it with a lot of the stuff that he's he's been tackling, and especially with like the deal, like the deal negotiations. That's where you really see some of the expertise. Yes. Like he's. Look he's starting to, like you really start to see where where he's good at where other people are failing yeah and he had just another massive piece like two in a row with israel the uae and then israel and um yeah. 
the uh yeah, I'm forgetting the name of some of these countries already, but she was like and he got nominated for a fucking like peace uh, prize for it and yeah it's like i i think people need to step back and realize like you know when he says like when you're tired of winning you almost also get used to winning now it's yeah. it's a weird thing because it's like but i mean i will say i will say look uh and this and this is another thing too uh and this i i, I want to say it's I'm not going to give Trump all the credit in the world, but Trump gets a lot of a very good chunk of the credit. Like, look, those Israeli peace deals, the the Israeli peace deals, a lot of that's on Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner did a pretty good job when it came to uh, mm. like like handle handling that stuff. Uh, but again, but part of you being a president um, is having intelligent people around you. And having a good brain trust around you to be able to make good decisions. Like you're not going to be able to make good decisions. You're not going to be able to to have the kind of brain power to be able to make the best decisions all the time. So you have to make, you have to surround yourself with people that are, that are smart enough to, to really help you, help you make good decisions. It's like, and I yeah. look at, I look at the, look at the Jerusalem, look at the Jerusalem, moving the, moving the Jerusalem the israel the embassy. Uh, embassy to jerusalem like i i was to 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 not only make that happen even though everybody said it couldn't happen and some of these people didn't want it to happen not only to make it happen but to to save more money than really any other embassy in years past it's like it's incredible like it's just this, it's it's incredible in layers like it's not just incredible because we made it they, they made it happen it's incredible for multiple multitude of reasons like people said it couldn't happen people didn't want it to happen they're like oh well we got to build a fucking we got to build an embassy building and it's like oh well they found property they found like it's just there's a whole bunch of stuff that just happens it's just like that they think about in multiple perspectives that they just that no really no other president has really done either that or they didn't want to or they maybe they just they just get a kick out of spending money like it's like and again donald this is where donald trump gets it right too he's like he's incredible with with some of the stuff that he negotiates like with even with saving money like i i it's it's incredible it's just i i don't i don't know like i'm I get I get nervous I get nervous or concerned um after after Trump leaves mm, office like are too. we ever are we ever going to get a president as great as Donald Trump like I don't think ever- so but I do think we're going to get people that are still good enough you know as long as this populist wave continues and that's why I keep bringing this up cuz I think it's so important um, that that continues. I will say also, uh, the side note back when we were discussing either at the beginning of the show or um, pre-show, that woman that was speaking, I do see her now. That's not the person I was, uh, that um, either of us were uh, thinking of, you know, the person I work with. It was neither of the people I work with. I actually don't know who she is, but um, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Um, I think um, the other thing to so can, to go back to the f- idea of fun, I think that's one of the ways we can keep this movement going is if we stay the fun side, it's going to be more attractive. If we stay the positive side, it's more attractive. 
Because I actually want to bring up something of all people Nicholas J. Fuentes said that uh, is very true. And, I mean, we've been critical of that guy on our show a lot here. Um, and it's not like they were saying he's like a bad person or anything. It's just we... I have some major disagreements about some of the things he says, but I do have to say, uh, he says in his Telegram chat recently, I'm going to pull it up on the screen, and I I always look at everything. Like, like you, you know, people that watch like CNN, Fox, like everything in between, I look at everything to get a, you know, see what everybody's saying. So I will even look at what he's saying. He says in his Telegram chat recently, I think it's very, very important point I think more people need to recognize for any movement to really continue and flourish Um, he said negativity is the poison for an insurgent political movement we should be realistic about our chances of succeeding and what we're up against but constant negativity only serves to demoralize I see a tweet like this and even though I like Patrick Hawley this kind of attitude is poison you will never win with this attitude no matter what. And the tweet in question reads, the American First Amendment really had no impact in the GOP after early 2017. The names the base say they want for president now, Haley, Grinnell, Pompeo, Crenshaw, Owens, Ivanka, Noam, just kind of shows that populist nationalism totally failed to infiltrate the GOP. Nick continues by saying, um, that was a tweet, just to clarify, it's the end of the tweet. Nick continues with, Anybody who is in business will tell you, even Trump himself, that leaders of a team have to be cheerleaders. It may even be one of the most important functions of the team. And again, that doesn't mean ignoring your, our challenges, internal or external. It simply means a defeatist mentality creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. We have to signal excitement, energy, not despair. Patrick says, we are total failures because of one dubious observation about presidential politics. What's the point in saying that? I guess you better just quit and go do something else with your life. I'd prefer to look at Trump's re-embrace of populism, the historic rise of Tucker Carlson, new projects like Revolver News, a sabbath figures like Kirk or Walsh pivoting to our worldview. The list goes on and on. We are inevitable. Do not listen to haters and doubters. I disagree with this guy a lot of things, but like... I agree with every single word he says there. I mean, and that's the thing too is like, and that's where I think he, I think he needs to get rid of this whole demographics is destiny shit because that's a self fulfilling prophecy right there. That's negativity in my view. But he has a attitude. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and Trump is always positive. He talks about in his book too, the art of deal about being positive, about being optimistic. And Scott Adams says the same thing too. You know, it's the power of positive thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Norm Vincent Peale, you know, you can go, it's like a superpower. You can go places you couldn't go before just because you're positive. And I struggle with that a lot. <laughs> and I've noticed mm-hmm. that, like, when I am more positive, you get better places. And then even Nick notices that, too. And it's like, he's so right. Like, it really is being a cheerleader is how it brings your team up. And I noticed that, like, with Turning Point, like, when we were all happy, having the good times, when we were at our best. Well, and then, look, like, you, you also got to keep it. You also got to keep in mind when you're talking about like negative, negativity and positivity. It, it really, it bring like having a leader, like having a leader brings that out in somebody too. Like True. when you have a when you when you have a a leader that does its job. Like really, your job as a leader is to provide purpose, direction, and motivation that is your purpose if Mm. you have if you have a leader that provides those things and yes trump is really good at providing those three things by by the truckloads 
uh, it makes positivity a whole lot easier. And when you don't have those things, it makes negativity a whole lot easier. Um, there's a void almost, you know, if you don't feel yeah. of happiness, there's a void for right. sadness. And you notice that like as rise, like I said, they're love fest and that's part of the power yeah. of it. This one guy, one guy of the 8 billion people on this planet, this one guy is able to get thousands of people out in the rain to see him speak and that be happy about the whole time. You know, they're smiling the whole time when they're singing their hours in line with rain pouring on them. I mean, it's, again, it's just, that's what it's all about. And that's why energy is such an important thing. And we'll pivot and talk about um, Amy Coney Baird soon. But I, I just think that's something we really need to focus on. Like, whenever you're trying to do something in politics, when you're trying to make a movement, you got to cut this shit out of, like, this super serious debate team conservative types like Ben Shapiro. Like, mm -hmm. this is why Milo blew up in 2016 and 15. It's because he was fun, happy, interesting, provocative, and funny, just like well, Donald Trump. Well, he, I mean, he's the, like his, well, well, to be fair with Ben Shapiro, uh, it changed. Like the, the game changed for him. Like it, it wasn't like, yeah. He fucking changed. That's did he happened. change, or was this always ben the way Shapiro he was? Ben Shapiro did change. He changed his personality. Like, changed. Maybe that was his real his, self all along. But you know, well, well, I mean, his his um his financial goals, kind of, his finance, his financial route to his goals changed too. Like like he was he was really good when he was going going to colleges and debating people and like he really I'm like that lids. he did his good now that he has his daily wire and stuff like that now he's he it feels a little bit more like he's picking the safe route he's picking the you know um the the other routes that are very unlike the old ben shapiro um i mean and there was plenty there say it again He's resting on his laurels. That's yeah. That's, well, well, I mean, like he's, well, he's playing it safe. I think he's. I think it's not. It's not so much resting on his laurels. I think he's playing it safe now. Now that he's found success with like the Daily Wire, now it's like, well, now I got to play. Now he's got some to Now lose. I got to play. Yeah. Now he has something to lose. So now he's got to try to like keep what he has or whatever. Which and I understand it, that to a degree, but it's like when you're compromising principles yeah. and you're compromising who you are and you're like you're totally changed you are like that's what's like okay that's yeah that's gay that's dumb i always i always feel like that's i always feel like that's playing to lose and yes. like going to going to a football analogy it's like you're you know when you're ahead you start just the running the ball quarter, you start getting comfortable you start running the ball let's not turn it over if we have to run it three times and run down the clock and then punt it we're okay. It'll be fine. No, those are that. That's how you lose games late, and that's how you demoralize a team. That's how you demoralize your team and your fan base or whatever. Like, no, the good teams, the teams that win Super Bowls, know how to close games out, right? Yeah, they know how to close games out. They, they and a lot of them put their foot on the gas. They don't. I mean, it's it's one of those things, like. Bet I wish Ben Shapiro would have gotten back to that, you know, especially because he was so valuable going to these colleges. 
like when he went to these colleges and like started to like he did what a lot of these other people did they debated he debated like leftists and he did it and he's intelligent like he's a really intelligent person and he debates people so well it's like oh you just kind of you really kind of just went away from that and like i i i um i don't know i i think i think for i see what trump is doing and i see you know He's this guy. He's always providing a direction. He's always providing this, mm. like, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. This, it's going to be great. It's going to be like, look, we're going to do this together. And it's all like this, just uplifting this, uh, like, like you, th you would think that like a man in Trump's position would be like, eh, I'm good. I'm satisfied. Uh, whatever. Like, no, he's not like, this is like, he's going the other direction. Like, it feels like he's working harder. It feels like he's got more, he's putting more on the plate. He's it feels like he's got this, like, it's so like maybe a, a, the secret to success is never be satisfied. <laughs> no, it's like, you never, you can never stop if you want to like, especially for, you know, politics and stuff. You have to keep that energy. Like, with well, that here, I think part of it too is he got greedy. Like, let's be real over here. Yeah. Like, what was yeah. he, like eighty thousand dollars or something? Yeah. A fucking yeah. Going to campus. He wasn't even debating him, and he was just giving a speech, and he won like thousands upon thousands of dollars, putting himself out of reach of anyone but like you know really big fucking like organizations. He's, like, he you know. he fell into the Jordan Peterson category. There's like tiers of like speakers. Like I learned this real quickly. There's like. There's people like Sargon who are like the most generous and they're like, pay for my travel and hotel and that's it. And I'm like, speaking fee? No, I don't have a speaking fee. You kidding? Wait, you don't have a speaking fee? No, I don't, I don't need one. That's like, like the, uh, those people I just love. They are rock solid, just do now the good of their heart and for the fun of it. And they're probably already loaded, but still, it's like, it's so Sargon. cool. Like I think honestly, it's for people who start out. That's probably more. It's also well. It is also for some of that. Like there are people that start like they they can't like like hey pay me a million bucks right I have a thousand subscribers it's like no I get the fuck out of here. Well, you there know? was that one like a lady who just had the kid or got pregnant or whatever. Candace. Yeah, like you know she used to be from what I understand pretty uh, reasonable with the price, but like didn't she increase her price? Well, to, like, I was gonna mention that too. I'm glad you brought that up. I almost forgot it. Um, cause then the next tier up is like people offer like a small speaking fee, which are like your lesser known people. And they're not doing it cause of really like generosity or anything. It's just, they're just, they don't have the name to draw the money. Then you have people like Milo and like Gavin, well actually Gavin and Gavin, well see there's like another category cause then there's like Gavin who I forget. I think I remember his price point. So it was like a 8,000 or some 5,000. He's a guy that's like very technically a very very big figure in many ways because he's co-founded vice he's very generous with his money but he i think he has some money he's kind of set i think he doesn't charge a lot there are people like milo um that are in that tier where they charge a typical speaking fee of like 10 15 20 000. you know it's like in that um five digit five figure range that's just like okay they do because this, this is how they make money I don't have any problems with that. I think that's perfectly fair, perfectly fine, and his, you know, ticketing system is super fair. 
that's great. That's that's your income. That's how you make it. Don't blame me. I think Ann Coulter's in that same bracket too, um, price point. But then you get up when you get above twenty five thousand. That's where I start having problems. That's when you get into Dave Rubin territory and Steven Crowder even probably now and um uh you know and it's like you're getting expensive um because i know ruben used to be cheap he used to be like twelve thousand or something i think he's doubled from what i've heard why this was so cheap he wasn't as well known exactly and he's under diff and now he's under well he was under caa at the or caa the california arts agency the big agency he was under that time but yeah he wasn't as big and then beyond that tier, because I think Crowder's like 25k, so he's like pushing it, but like he's he's in that sort of like pushing it tier. Then you get into the greedy tier. The greedy tier to me is like beyond beyond 25, beyond 30. It's like in another stratosphere. That's when you have like Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro was charging, I think, 55,000. Peterson, I think, was like 55 to 75,000 if I remember the number correctly. I always for some reason forget, but it's around that range. And shit, there's somebody else I'll think of it's in that range. Uh oh, Candace I I don't know if she's in that range for a college talk, but I do know Gavin said when Candace came on his show to talk to Colonel West, she charged him 20,000 dollars for a a show and that's not even like you know colleges i could understand getting a certain amount of kickback because you know you're gonna be traveling over there you're gonna be giving in-person speeches a chance you know you're putting yourself at risk theoretically like i could understand charging some sort of fee but if you're on a fucking show like honestly like if you charge a fee which i don't even think you should no like Giving like a five minute segment or whatever. No, well, like, she was well. She, what she did was she did like an hour long conversation with Colonel West and Gavin, um, was like the moderator. And the idea of the show was like having people with different yet similar views sort of talk, and just have a normal conversation to be civil. And so he'd have Milo on, Colonel West, Candace, and Coulter, and he would like pit like two different minds against each other, and it'd be interesting, you know, to have them have a conversation. The thing is, Gavin and Candace are, I, I don't know why, I don't want to say necessarily friends because I don't know their personal life, but Gavin and Paul Joseph Watson, specifically Paul, I'll throw in there, like, they found Candace, and they, they kind of got her to where she is. They brought her on their shows when she was smaller than them, and they built her following and helped her and promote her and were really nice to her. But now that she's above them, <laughs> the game has changed a bit and checks are now being written. And if I was in this position where like, let's say Gavin brought me on his show um, and built me into like a worldwide celebrity, the only thing I would ask for at the most is travel and hotel being covered. I'd be like, yeah, you cover my travel. Yeah, I'll, I'll come on your show. That's all I would ever ask for. And that's all you should ask for, frankly, if you're in that sort of position. Well, yeah, especially for, like, a friend or, like, someone who's helped you in the past. Yeah. Like, 
And even if it was just some like random motherfucker, I wouldn't charge him more than like a couple grand. I don't think. Even the walk away dude, I remember when I was talking to him, uh, Brandon Straka, about coming to Penn State, like he was only charging like a few thousand. Like you start to realize who's who when you start hearing you know dollar sides come into it. And, well, you know, they call it like the, what was it, the conservative dark web or whatever. Intellectual, intellectual dark web. web. I those call people, it fucking conservative ink. Like, that's what the fuck it is. Those people, I would call it grifter ink. Centrist I mean, grifter ink. And I hate using the word grifter, but like, dude, who are these people? Ben Shapiro, Jordan Pearson, Dave Rubin, and Eric Weinstein. All these people are like these sort of like nuancey, centristy, like... Oh, I was a leftist and now I left the left type people that they really just don't bring anything interesting to the table. Like they keep trying to be like intellectuals. And I'm like, I feel like you lose respect. Like, like, like you lose respect with people. Like when you, when you charge people like that, yeah. like, especially, especially when you're talking about like a conservative movement where we're trying to tra- change Conserve the last. <laughs> Well, when you're trying to, well, when you're trying to change the landscape of, you know, politics in general, right? Mm. It's like, oh, we're trying to change the politics for forty thousand dollars a speaking fee. Like, what? Like, no, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, I, I, I think of, I think of, and I, and maybe maybe this is probably not related, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, like when um. When Ant when uh, Anthony Cumia started out his own radio show, or when whenever he started his own, um, when it, when he started his own show with Compound Media, whatever, um, he originally um, he originally did the show with Sirius XM with Jim Norton, who's like a comedian yeah. and he's a pretty pretty well known comedian, right? Um, but when 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 Anthony Cumia went and uh he went into rehab uh for some like you know which you know things happen jim norton filled in for anthony cumia right and you think well what what does this this big name comedian who's now doing shows and he's doing movies and he's doing stand-up specials it's like well what the fuck is he doing with anthony cumia it's like look this is the guy this is a guy that like they're friends and this guy helped him become something right like 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 not a lot of people knew who jim norton was before like opie and anthony and then, then so it's like now that anthony kumia is doing his own thing but he's came back in a little bit of a trouble or or he's trying like he's trying to start his own thing whatever it's like no, Jim Norton came in to help out his friend, you know, and that's how I feel like it. That's how I feel like it should be. It's like, no, yeah. you don't, don't do it to try to cash in. Like, no, it's, it's, there's, there's bigger, there's bigger things in play here. And it's like, when you, when you start demanding like 50,000 a clip, it's like, are you, are you really in on this, you know? on this bigger movement here or are you just trying to pad your own fucking pocket because it just feels it feels shitty it feels it feels like the same swamp mentality that we're trying to fight i i just i i don't well it's simply I don't get it. greed and it's simply yeah. like dude this is a is 
Are you treating this person like a business partner or a friend? Yeah. Are you treating them like a whore or are you treating them like a friend? Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I, I just find it, it's just messed up to me. It's like, what do you, like, look, I love money. I want to be rich, but I'm not going to do it that way. You know, it's like, well, if you can make money off it, great, but don't be greedy. Like, yeah, I would charge money for college talks. Like, fuck yeah. Like, you are they charging too it's like are they charging the school or are they charging that organization like this yeah. one thing if you're going to charge a school but who, it, like funds leftist institutions get all the money you can yeah yeah but if they're like charging the college republicans with doing you know this it's a little bit different like if i was in charge i'd be like okay here's what the school paid me and here's you know you gonna pay 20 percent. i'll give you your 20 percent. you know i'll fund that just so i can take the school swank because fuck them well when we talked when i was talking to milo and his agent about um you know some things like about jordan pearson uh and how much he spends like i was telling him about that and milo was like just he's like that's that's disgusting that jordan pearson charges that much to speak to no offense college kids he's like that's insane like that's just utterly disgusting and yeah. you know and it's like and pearson to me is a good example of like a quote-unquote grifter or a guy that just literally is in it for the money or maybe it didn't start off that way but it became that way because it's like dude i mean don't you get like college kids uh first of all like when you fund shit like you know like let's say you get the school to fund it great like max that out but like if you're going to do that and then you have to pay on top of that, it's like, well, okay, now we got to be careful what we charge. You can't go too high because you can only make that up through ticket sales and donations. If you're charging more than fucking like $10, $15 for an average ticket, I'd you're say insane. You get like, 25. like, you know, I see students paying for fucking like, you know, I think you go up to 25. is your absolute max for a normal general admission okay, ticket. Okay, like, let's say that, like, fuck Metallica or something, or, like, uh, the chain smoker. Okay, concerts are a little different. We're talking about people that just come to speak in front of a microphone. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, concerts, you know, they play songs, these people. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, let's say if it was a debate. If it was a debate, let's say, between, like, fucking, I don't know, Milo and, uh, fuck. Chank. It'd be fun. Chet, oh my god, Milo and Chet, Ben Shapiro have a debate. Like, I mean, he would not like Shapiro would never agree to that, but like, I think Shapiro has debated Chank, but he's never debated no, Milo. He would never Shank, agree no, to that. Milo versus Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah, that's always been notorious for never happening. But the but 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 that's like multiple people, you know, that that does have more value. But like Peterson, for example. Like, okay, Crowder, I always draw this comparison. Crowder at least brings a fucking show. He brings a set, he brings costumes, he brings props, he brings a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot of value there. Even if you're a fan of him or not, like, you can't deny that there's, like, there's actual value in the production. Pearson brings his fucking clothes on his back. He doesn't even bring his own microphone. He just shows up, you know? It's like... And he charges like double for Crowder, triple what Crowder does. It's like, are you kidding me? And that's the thing I'm trying to say is like, there's the value. It's it's the value that you lose. And it's like, like even like a comedian, for example, it's like, you know, like Chappelle, like, does he have like fancy lights and like a whole bunch of costumes and stuff? No, but he's one of the funniest comedians living. So that's enough value there. Pearson's just a fucking like, 
professor. <laughs> a professor. <laughs> I mean, what? You know? Yeah, see, if you brought, like, Ted Nugent, I could understand, like, charging significantly more for a ticket. Wait, he's like a triple A rock star. I mean, yeah. He, I would pay that much for Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah, Dude, I, man. <laughs> you guys should bring him over, like, honestly. Like, see if you can get, badass. like. Because since he is a uh, rock star, you know, you could probably DJC. get him. Yeah. And, like, see if he can come in, like, an hour beforehand or something, like, talk to you guys about, like, <laughs> cool show. Did you see his uh, Joe Rogan thing? I think he did a while. Like, yeah, pretty... I've seen parts of that. That was a while back. Is, is there a new one? No, no, no. I just watched it the other day when I was bored at work. Yeah, I like Uncle Ted. He's grown on me a lot. I used he's to like just... think he was crazy, but then I was I like, no, he's awesome. Exactly. He's that type of, like, you know, you have your liberal activists and stuff who will, like, burn bras and, like, say kill all men. He's, like, the conservative version of that. And we need that. Like, before, like, he was, you know, kind of like, you know, he wasn't gay like Milo, but he kind of did the similar function in that, like, he would, like, trigger the left. Like, he would trigger the left before triggering was the word. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because he would say stuff like, you know, like, edge, he would actually be, like, legitimate. Like, you know, like, when leftists say, like, I'm not trying to, don't take this the wrong way, anyone, but, like, when leftists would, like, talk about, like, hanging Trump supporters or, like, you know, blowing up the White House, like, Ted kind of pushes that sort of line, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, like, I think when Obama got elected, he says, if Obama gets elected, I'm either going to be, like, dead or in jail or something <laughs> in this service visit in his house. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you know, it's funny, too, because, like, the left sale, you know, that never happens for Republicans. Well, that shit happens to him, and he, you know, he still, they just question him. He never got in any trouble for it, but, you know, he wasn't actually going to do anything. It's just him talking, like, blowing smoke up someone's ass, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just being a troll. Man, like, we need more people like that, like. Well, we of- had them, but guess what? And this is, I will never stop being this to death because it just grinds my gear so much. We had those people, they were growing, and they were popular, and they were having a great time, and then Big Tech banned them, and Republicans did nothing but sit on their asses and even cheer on the bands, cheer on the canceling, or even were a fucking major part of it, and were orchestrating it. And that is why we're here. Hint, hint, you know, you fuckers out there. What was that? You know, hint, college Republicans at Penn State, you know, you pieces of shit. Yeah, exactly. And I, I and that's why I hate, like, I, if there's one, you know, good thing that kind of the Groypers do is they kind of purge some of these people, or at least scare them a bit, or make people, like, realize the hypocrisy of these people. Because when you have these people in control, that is, things aren't going to change. Unless you can get them to, like, do what you want, like, like for example, if Turning Point was bringing Milo to campuses, be the shit. But they don't. If they were bringing the Gavin to campus or Roger Stone, they'd be the shit. But they don't. It's like that's why we're we're where we are and what we're trying to do behind the scenes with things. You know, it's like if somebody would do that, because it can be done. That's the thing. It's not that these things can't be done. In some places. It's happened before, like pretty recently in some places. Like yeah, at least for the past couple of years. Oh, well, and even Roger spoke at some places recently too, and it's like 
you know, and I understand some of these things are harder to do now. In some places, some things can't happen. But it's like, you just need one or two events. One or two speeches by this one person in a year or another person in a year. It can fucking happen. It's just nobody does it. And it drives me nuts. Yeah, that, well, who's like what organization is going to want to put their name on it? That's, that's the problem. And that's why we need your fucking organization because everyone's too afraid. And that's you know, the thing too is they're fucking offensive. You know, they play like there's offensive shit coming. To, you know, from my student tuition all the time. Like there is like feminists who go to Penn State and shove like carrots up their ass and like do a bunch of other stuff. And I, yes, that was a real event. I didn't see it, but I remember we had like some uh, Jerry Sandusky apologists at the College Republicans once. What? Yeah, this was before your time. And he came over. He was like, I don't know if he was some alumni or conservative or something. He was talking about like they had these feminists come over there. This one lady shoved a carrot up her ass and like took it out. And then, like, so apparently they used to play like porn films in the uh, the forum building, I think, on like Saturday nights. What? Like, he was telling me some like really weird stuff. He kept saying that like Jerry Sandusky didn't actually do it. Is he? And is that, like, is he legit? Basically saying Jerry did nothing wrong. He was saying that he was like set up and that oh, I went to church with him. You know, he would never do that. I think there was mm-hmm. a conspiracy, and like there is some conspiracy things that happened over there, but I don't think. For a second that jerry isn't a pedophile also um the thing too uh, i i because my movie club back in the day the crooked claim movies club freshman year we used to watch movies in forum by the way that's a terrible place to watch movies i don't know why they're doing that because the sound in those rooms is ass because it's the acoustics are configured in the room for um professors talking on mics but when you have movies with music and sound effects and voices, like all of those layers, it gets all muffled and you can't hear anything. So if they if were watching, watching porn, porn <laughs> why would you care? Hey, they have stories in them. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, I got the pizza delivery. <laughs> yeah, that's the story. There's there's sausage on it. <laughs> dude, look, dude, uh, I feel like... I feel, I feel like the thing with Uncensored America is like there's a name there's a chance like i think there's a there's a chance for it to to be seriously valuable i think this is what i'm saying because like in a world of like where everybody's like you know trying to stay in a lane and not trying to rub some people the wrong way or not trying to associate people with anybody or whatever like this would be like one of those groups where we'd be like we don't care like it's just like if you have a if you have a voice and you're trying to get a point across like we like let's 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 hear it because like there's not enough of that there's not Mm -hmm. enough of that in the world and like and there's too many fake organizations that say that they're for this shit or whatever and they're not yeah and they're not I'd, I'd love to be able to have like my the, a group where you could have milo yiannopoulos speak one week and then have a stand-up comedian speak the next week like talk like i could i'm Sounds perfectly like okay but it's like but yeah i mean well and that's what the appeal even, with joe rogan was it's like he'd have anybody yeah. on and now that's yeah. changing we can dive into that next but i want to i want to ask you guys one thing real quickly about this though is mm-hmm. like what I've never understood about this whole thing, 
like of what we're talking about is like literally you want to clocks back a few years ago and turning point chapters would bring milo they mm-hmm. would bring you know controversial interesting people mm-hmm. what fucking changed because yeah. yes milo had his controversy but everybody that has a brain on the right knows it's stupid and it's bullshit fake news but other people like gavin roger stone I mean, Alex Jones might be a little different case, but, like, these people, like, what's changed? Why is it all of a sudden we can't associate with these people, we can't do speak events, we can't do this? Because it doesn't just seem to be turning point. It seems to be an across-the-board thing. All these people are banned from social media. They're kind of almost outcasts from society. They're not a part of the conversation. What the fuck happened? They're scared of of the Twitter mob, which doesn't, which, which... I mean, if you if you look at it, you think, why? Like, yeah, like what do they they're, do? They're a fucking Twitter mob. Who gives a fuck what they think? Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, we don't want any. Like, they're scared of any negative press. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why are they so scared never, now? When they like, used especially to not be Penn State, like, like Penn State scared of negative press. Are you talking about the home of Jerry Sandusky? Get <laughs> the fuck out of my face, man. Get like, you know, that's the last cool to be fucking talking about any any image of any kind like yo you you ruin that shit forever like there's no i i mean honestly honestly these uh, and, and all in all honesty these colleges have just become nothing but cattle moving fucking money makers it's not, mm-hmm. the, co- it's not the colleges like penn state like if you had an organization that would fund it i think they'd have to allow it but it's just you know it, it's the other organizations and that's a donor issue yeah but if you if Mm, maybe if donald trump if donald trump didn't fucking threaten to pull their federal funding would they do it i don't Uh, know i don't know donald trump i think was uh president like they they did yeah they did it keyword did well i've never seen them pull funding from like a student speaker they had a fucking terrorist come to speak at penn state a left-wing terrorist yeah but that the the left wing we're talking so so if they're left wing, it's totally okay. With right wing, eh, we're gonna have to jump through more hoops, and you're gonna have to find other sources of money. And all well, and stuff. I think maybe the donor thing is where the core of the problem might be. But it's like and that's gonna be the biggest hurdle for our org is donors. I've heard there are donors that are even like helping the Groypers a bit. I don't know how true that honestly is. And I there probably is. That's the thing. It's like. So listening to this like one podcast, you know, there will always be people to go and fund your shit, but it's just how much and how hard is it to find these people? Cause there's always disaffected fucking rich people. Yeah. I bet that's true. And that's going to be our biggest challenge. And I just, I just, I'm just trying to figure this out. Cause it's really bizarre in many ways, because like in 2016, we would love doing things, talking about things related to all these cool edgy people, the fun people and then they got all cast aside, and we all seem to be okay with that, or at least enough people do. I I, I won't say all, but like, it's just it's a very 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 strange thing because like for example Joe Rogan, we can talk about that. I mean that's a good segue into this. He's had Milo on, Gavin, Sargon, um, a bunch of other people, and we all we all Alex Jones, it's the biggest one. It was so normal, you know? 
it might be a little bit surprising. Like, oh, Milo's going to be on Joe Rogan? Wow, that's pretty amazing. But, like, you never went, like, oh, my God, Milo's going to be on Joe Rogan? Holy shit. Like, I can't believe they pulled that off. Like, I mean, he wouldn't, I don't think he'd ever be on there. Like, this is insane. Like, isn't he banned from site? Like, what I'm saying is, like, the sort of, I don't even know how to describe this, but I think you guys know what I mean. It's, like, the paradigm has shifted. And it's like there seems to be, again, like an inside. It's like a click almost. Like there's like an in-group and an out-group. And Spotify, you go on it, the the, there's the lost episodes are still missing on there. And Joe hasn't addressed it. And there's um, now news that Spotify employees are threatening to go on strike if they don't censor Joe Rogan. Well, it depends on what's in his contract. Who the fuck knows what's in that contract now, Mr. Oh, it's going to be the same show. Nothing's changing, guys. And now Spotify's literally... The, the, it sounds like Spotify wants to now have here's editorial the, like, control okay, on the show. So, so it's not going to happen. Like, see, here's, here's the thing. Like, I, they're a business. First and foremost, they're a business. One, they're lo- like, like, like Alex was saying, they're locked into a, he's locked into a contract. There's a contract there, okay? And there's probably language for, for, for Joe, like language protections for Joe Rogan, because, you know, like any good fucking person does, they get lawyers to fucking handle all that shit. Um, secondly, okay. Uh, a couple of employees threatened to leave. Fuck them. I could have like, like if you, you, so you're telling me some tech, some tech, uh, employee is threatening to leave big fucking whoop i could find another one of you by uh four o'clock tomorrow morning right uh where the fuck am i gonna find another joe rogan right mm. where am i gonna find another uh a podcaster who's one of the one of the biggest podcasters in the world right the where best. am i gonna find another one of those right you, you you're gonna like let's let's keep it real like nobody's gonna keep nobody's i could replace like what a fucking so basically a a programmer is threatening to leave i could find another one of you in a minute like get the fuck out of my face where the fuck am i gonna find joe rogan i agree i and i think that's probably how it's gonna be but i i the idea, and I think this is what these employees were going on strike for, is they want to have editorial uh, I, control. Now, with that said, do I think they're going to test the waters? Spotify is going to test the waters? Probably. Depends. On Highly what, likely. It all depends I, on what's in that contract. Because yeah. like, I don't think Joe Rogan would go and sign a contract yeah. that can't have this person on. Do I, I do, do I think... I think Spotify will try to test the waters, and I think Joe being, you know being rich being smart and having probably having really good lawyers is going to say uh go up to spotify and go uh you can't do that as per contract as per business rules blah 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 and that'll get you shut down really quick let but me f- here's yeah, what i do if they, cl- if they end up breaching your contract then joe would probably be in a bunch of money here's a better way to frame this yeah. i think this is a better question to ask rather than like contracts and all jazz so kind of address like you know is it going to be the same show is joe going to still be joe like what's the deal here will joe have alex jones on his show again on spotify 
I can see it. it. It depends on the contract. I mean, yeah. But do you have... think they're gonna yeah. Spotify would let that happen, regardless I what's in the contract or not? Do you think the company well, no, itself I mean, is gonna be cool with that? If well, if it's in the contract, they have to honor it. Like that's, but but like Alex is saying, that contract is pretty fucking important. Like, cause cause if there's, cause if there's any amount of leeway. I, I think Spotify will attempt to railroad Joe Rogan, but the problem is um, contracts are uh, you, you can't, you can't null and void a contract without it costing mm. you money. So uh, also Joe yeah. apologized on Twitter recently, which is something he really doesn't do about the fires in Portland where he was bringing up the idea to Antifa uh, or people were arrested for lighting some fires there, like Antifa. First of all, the story's true. Like, even Trent, our, our guy Trent Lipinski, replied to Joe's tweet posting a video by Tim Pool showing, like, people were actually arrested. I'm not sure why you'd apologize for something that's true. This is what I'm saying. It's like, and I do agree, yeah. like, with you guys. Like, yeah, it does depend what's in his contract. and be interesting to know what's wow. in there. And I think this is kind of concerning, He's now tweeting yeah, I mean, apologies. There's, there's not. A, I mean, I, I, I agree that there is a little bit of cause for concern. Like I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to jump to any conclusions, but I'm just saying these are not good signs. <laughs> Cause like this yeah. didn't happen until we go on Spotify. He didn't have missing episodes. He didn't issue apologies. He didn't. Alex like talk about that at some point. I'm waiting for a new Alex video because the last thing Alex posted was like, you know, he talked to Joe and Joe said, oh, these episodes are going to still be up. It's just, it's going to be his hundred best episodes, you know, and like, I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, like number one if that's his best episodes because like the amount of viewers of that is like insane. His, his, well, if you check Joe Rogan's YouTube channel, the number one most watched podcast he's ever done is the first time with Elon Musk. Number two is the Alex Jones Returns episode. The fucking, like, six-hour, like, fucking, like, wild ride that was. That is one of the best podcasts, like, in the history of podcasts. It's so good. It is priceless entertainment. And now it's... I don't know if we're going to see Alex back on. I'll be honest. I really don't know. I would love to see what Alex has to say. I'm scrolling through his videos, recent videos right now, because I didn't see anything recently. But I'm just very concerned with Joe. I don't know if he sold out. I don't know if Spotify's jerking him over. or I, I don't know what's going on. And that that's also concerning if we just simply don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to really know until, you know, he does or doesn't do an episode or Alex Jones comes out and says, hey, this is what's happened. Fuck you, Spotify. You know, they haven't by the balls. But I just can't see Joe Rogan, you know, doing that when he made the contract. Because, I mean, he has money. Like, if he wanted to, like, he could have retired. Never done a, a single thing is like afterwards, and he would still be sitting pretty. Well, and that's the thing too is doesn't like I remember I heard like with for example, Jay Leno supposedly made all of his money touring. Like the the Tonight Show, yeah, made a lot of money, yeah, but like it was nothing compared to his comedy tours and shows. Um, 
isn't Joe Rogan the same thing where it's like, isn't he making like the majority of his wealth through touring, through doing comedy shows across the country, like kind of like music well, he artists? Does, he does a lot of, um, he does a lot of, well, not, not so much. He does a lot of smaller gigs, which is pretty cool, which is actually yeah, really cool. cool. Um, he does a lot of smaller gigs and he doesn't do as many shows because he has a lot of like other shit. Like he has, you know, he has the UFC stuff and the, you know, and, and some of the other stuff that he does. Um, he's so supposed to be in Madison square garden like he, on October 2nd, 2021. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, and I know, yeah, he does do smaller stuff. I've heard him talk about that, but I'm looking on his, uh, He's like Ticketmaster, and it's like, dude, he has a lot of huge gigs. Like, it's basically yeah. like one or two huge gigs, like, yeah. you know, every month or so. Okay, well, yeah, so I'm assuming that, yeah, he's he's probably ramping up, ramping up something different. Well, I mean, it's, um, maybe he's found, I don't know, with some stand-up comedians, it's like you do the smaller gigs, to work on your material mm. yeah you like like to work on some of the jokes that you're trying to kind of you know throw together and like if it works great if it doesn't up uh, a good thing it's a small show and i never have to fuck with these people again but like but it's like it's one of those things like uh i know and i know lewis ck used to do that a lot yeah. too like you do smaller shows kick a few jokes off see what works and then if not you know work on different stuff or whatever which i mean that's what really funny comedians do and joe rogan really funny comedian right so um yeah i i i hope uh i hope he has tim j dylan on I because I, I love stuff. I can get a chance I to look at you. Love, I love. I he's he, he's definitely one of my favorite comedians. He's I think he takes more after like 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 he's he, he takes more after my personality. I think because it's like very random, but it is kind of dirty and there is some impersonations and stuff. It's just funny. Um, yeah, Megan Megan McCain does not like him. Good. He like must him. be doing something because, right. Cause he he did some he did some uh, bits where he basically uh, made fun of Meghan McCain and it was raunchy and but it was funny like it was obviously it wasn't serious but it was funny it was, it was dirty it was raunchy and it was fucking funny uh, but of, of course it came at her expense so good yeah she um, she endorsed Joe Biden. Such a good Republican, mm -hmm. isn't she? Very principled conservative. Yeah, it's like, oh, she. He was like, she. He was. He was imitating her, saying, "Oh, my guns aren't for sale, but my pussy is, and the price. <laughs> is, and the price is P.F. Chang's." I'm like, I, I started dying. I started dying. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. The, the only one that can take my guns is Daddy, and I'm just like, I it just. It's just like it's off the wall, and it's just like like. He, but his stand-up's off the wall too. I just I like I like that sort of thing because you're like you know, it's supposed to throw you. Good stand-up humor is supposed to kind of throw you off a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like 
pushes put you edge. out of put well puts you out of out of that out of that fixed element that you're expecting like mm. if you're going to a if you're going to a show you're expecting something and then they just kind of like it, it's uh it's cool it's really cool um joe rogan's really good at doing that too like he's good at like just coming up with good stuff like he's just coming up with good stuff that's like off the wall that's kind of really throw throws you off of what to expect speaking of joe rogan do you want to go house hunting again to joe rogan's new lake austin estate oh fuck <laughs> oh. all right let's i'm see. looking at it right now. he's got lots of well not a lot of grass and a lot of rocks where's this up oh, yeah if you click view there. all on there let me post a better link because it's fucking like site makes you like click like three links to get to the pictures but yeah, looks like it looks like it's fourteen million dollars worth. All right, very uh modern, maybe a little too plain for my taste. Yeah, a little drab. I hate how there's so much windows in that room. I don't know. I like windows and all, but like you can't even open some of those. I don't think. No, usually you can't. Like there, there's like some. That. You can see the open one to the left there and to the right. Um, like their actual doors, but like to slide them open, no, you can't. It's just for looks and to have lots of sunlight. Oh, so that's what that's why he's doing those big shows, huh? <laughs> he's got to he's got to pay the mortgage on that fat fucking house. <laughs> that was like what, like almost a hundred million dollar contract, hundred million dollar Spotify deal. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, but that's like in buying that that's shit. Not up. they're not giving it's you not up the front. full. Yeah, you 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 earn that shit like through like. First off, it's probably like a yearly salary of some kind. Like, well, how long was the contract? Who the f- I'm shit. ten years. Yeah, ten years. It's a long so that's time. Like, that's probably so. It's probably ten mil, and it's not, and it's probably not all guaranteed. Like, it's probably up to a hundred, and like you got, like it's up to a hundred years. Uh, up to 100 million over 10 years was like 10 million it's probably not all guaranteed so it's probably less than that so you're looking at less than 10 10 million a year and if, if you're living to, uh, like well he, he's he moved to texas i think so yeah well, that's where this house is it's in austin it, which yeah, is it's, right where alex jones lives yeah so his money will go a little bit further than California, like less than ten million. You're probably not getting shit out in L.A. for that. But like, well, and plus, he had a house. Didn't he have a pretty nice house in L.A. too before he? Oh, I bet he did. Yeah, but he sold I mean, that. He probably got. You know, he probably sold that. Probably sold that at a fucking loss because the California market is just absolute dog shit. Unless he right kept now. it. I mean, he he probably enough money. He probably could have kept that house and just waited. Probably, but uh, but but look, I mean, he probably didn't because property property tax is a motherfucker for a place you're not living in, like in California. Holy God, taxes are insane. Actually, taxes are already insane anyway. But you put it, you 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 think property taxes for a place that you're not living mm-hmm. at? Holy. Well, well, yeah, but then he could like he could fucking rent that out or something. I'm not saying he can't Airbnb afford it. I'm just it. saying, <laughs> oh, no, shit, you're gonna one like hey, stay in Joe yeah. Rogan's old house. Like someone would probably pay money just because Joe Rogan lives there. Dude, yeah, I, mean, I mean, could you imagine? Like he'd be the biggest Airbnb user. Be like, yeah, just sleep in my place for a fucking like week. I'll come back next week, and then you know you can do the next week. I, I'm well, trying actually, to find. 
that's that, that's public record i think like you know what house is young oh really yeah i'm trying to find how long his spotify deal is what what'd you say you keep cutting in and out i wonder if you could find his old house and see how much he sold it for i could do some research and probably find it I'm trying to find how long that Spotify deal was, and I, I thought I read it was 10 years, but now I can't really find anything that says how many I, years it is. I can't see him taking a 10-year contract. That just it might be like five. A... Yeah, I can see that. That makes more sense. Yeah. Oh, look I mean... at Okay, why does this house have blue fucking walls? Well, I mean, come on. It's, it's fucking... Who cares? Who gives a shit about the color of the wall? Hey, you're like, paying yeah, you million dollars that you want to have the best fucking wall. Yeah, but look, look at the furniture it comes with, too. These, That's like, like shitty chairs that look like they're from, like, a fucking haunted mansion. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you're getting that 14 million, I hope you get something worth, like, in there that you can, like, sell to, like, be like, oh, yeah. If the crown, okay, so if the crown molding is bad, okay, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, the walls, like, oh, just, dude. It just looks yeah, so out of character. Weird. I'm like, well, who was doing this? Like, what are they doing? Lots of it's elephants. A house in Texas. You know, Texas houses. Texas houses have their own thing. Like, there, it's not. I, I, I don't. There's a lot of houses in Texas that I don't feel interior wise. But mm. like, you know, I've never been to Texas except. It's a quick. It's a fix. Yeah. You can fix that shit. Oh if yeah. You need to. Oh yeah, I'm, you know you can, but I'm just like you know, well, this fourteen million, and I see that I'm gonna like you know, gonna call that shit out. Well, yeah, you know, you spend that sort of money, you expect you're not gonna have to do much, if any work. Well, he's not gonna have to look. It's not much. Like painting a wall is not <laughs> fucking much. Like, like fourteen million dollars, you could build your own house. Like that's what know? I would actually do yeah. if I was rich. I would just build my own house. Unless I could uh, find some like amazing fucking house, yeah, I'd probably build it. Yeah. No, you, no, you if you're trying to if you're trying to do a do if you're moving and it looked like Joe Rogan wanted to really get the fuck out of California, yeah, you're probably gonna want something turnkey. I love how it has a pool and then a fucking lake, so like you can like wake up one day and be like, eh, eh, the the lake's a little cool today. I'll go in the pool. Like, that's how fucking rich you are. You don't just have, as Adam Crow would say, this isn't like fuck you money. This is like fuck me money. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I would love to live on a lake like that, though. Well, not that, maybe that, not that type of lake. But like, that's so cool. That's not weird. That looks more like a river almost. But, dude, that's, that is nice as shit. Oh. See, if I had that sort of money, though, I'd have, like, multiple houses, I would think. Like, I'd have, like, a, a shitty townhouse somewhere. Or, like, not shitty, but, like, all right, just so I could be, like, in the middle of everything and, like, go to town and whatnot. Then have, like, this retreat. That's the thing, too, I've always been conflicted on. It's like, would I have multiple or just one house? Because on the one hand, multiple houses is cool because you can, like, change it up. But, like, I'm the type of person that likes having all my stuff in, like, one place. I don't like having things all over the place. Like having like oh it's like with my dorm like oh shit I don't have this because it's over there at home oh I have this in my um when I'm home like oh shit I left that in my dorm it's like I don't know but maybe when you're rich that doesn't matter cause you have like ten yeah. things of everything fuck hey, I left the be... Maserati at home and shit the Ferraris in California uh, if, if 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 ever I get to Bernie Madoff money then I'll really consider it 
like multiple houses, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I think I found his LA home, by the way. Man, we are house on I just Googled Joe Rogan uh, LA home. And there was like a video to show like he only had like a five million dollar home. Dumps a record showing five million. Oh yeah, this is from twenty eighteen. Um in Bell Canyon. Dude, no that house does not look that good, actually. Well, it's fucking five million and it's in uh, <laughs> in the LA region. Hell no, it's not gonna be much. It's only five million. <laughs> yeah, no, for that that is the only place in the United States where you could say that too. <laughs> like it's only five million. In LA, that's like, you know, that ain't much as shit. Like uh, no, no, but correction, Miami, you can say that as well. But anyway, mm. well, you can find well, New York City, like you get one, like uh, uh, New, York New York City, City that's, that's like a fucking one. apartment, that's a small and, apartment, <laughs> and in fair and in the Farragut area of DC, mm. that's another area, yeah, like any sort of like major city. and and San Francisco, that's another area, yeah. Okay, and and in some areas of Boston are like that too. Man, the list is growing. And, it's anywhere with a major fucking city, and and some places in Seattle are like that too. So no, no matter what they tell you about Chop, mm-hmm. um, Seattle's nuts. okay. All right, all right, fine, fine. Okay, so there's a lot of expensive places out here. Okay, yeah, got it. there are. A few. Um, no, you got like. There's a, what was it? Star? Like, like I know Miami has like a star, like Star Island, which was like a man-made island that had like luxury homes or whatever, which is like, I think like a whole bunch of fucking. I love how at the time there were articles saying inside Joe Rogan's outrageously expensive house in Bell Canyon, California. Whoa. Oh my God. 4.5 million. Wow. That, that was the, that was the outrageously expensive house guys. I mean, for most people, that is outrageous. Yeah. Well, I know. It is. But I'm saying, in retrospect, now that he has a fucking $14 million house, it's like, wow. Oh, yeah. And Austin's like a lot lower cost of living, too. So yeah. it's like more expensive in terms of real money. And, and like, he's paying more money, too. Austin is shit, though. Is it? I mean, it's it's gotten like super liberal we'll, we'll have to bring donnie back on here to, to i always about. thought about like was texas like because i've always tried to figure out like what's the place to live you know like the i've always liked michigan i do like like montana like fuck, is it montana or wyoming wyoming you know and that sort of mountains here but apparently it's not that it's harder to live in than you know it seems like um but then i can like i would never live in california um, but like, is like, is, is Texas the place to be? Like, what, what is the place to be? Um, it's where, like, where do you fucking want to live? Like, I always like a lot of places are either like too, like there are some really nice places that are like too far away from shit or they're like, you know, just like completely on the wrong side of the country. It's like, I don't know. I liked I liked San Antonio when I was there. Um, I I I mean, Houston's gotten to be really fucking shitty too. Like Houston and Austin, 
and and Dallas uh, and Dallas too. Like they've they've become like like liberal fucking cesspools as far as Texas goes. I mean, there's they're not California bad, but they're still pretty liberal bad. But um, see, for me, it always is the make or break thing is the climate, the weather. Yeah, like is Texas? Um, I understand it gets hot, but it's like dry heat. Like, yeah. I mean, you live in PA now. Is it? Which is more manageable? I mean, I'm the type of person that hates the. Ge- I mean, I tolerate heat better than some people, but I I definitely hate those 95 degree days with the burning yeah. sun and humidity. But is like <laughs> the heat in PA worse than the heat in Texas, or are they just kind yeah. of different? Well, I mean, it's there's definitely um. No, those those Texas those Texas days can suck. Those summer Texas days suck ass. But, um, uh, well, no, I mean, with Pennsylvania, it's a different kind of heat, but it still kind of sucks. I mean, like, like the summer days in Pennsylvania, you get a lot, you get quite a few summer days in Pennsylvania that are just like humid as fuck. And it's just like miserable. Yeah. That's actually a better way to phrase it. Are there more miserable weather days in Texas or less? Hey guys, check in the chat. Oh shit! I put it away for a second. Speaking of Airbnb, did you see the tweet about the lady who went to an Airbnb and got offended because she there was a Trump sign? Oh, that sounds. We need to find this. Epic! Absolutely amazing. Airbnb probably come up. Yeah. Well, why did you fucking run from it then? You know. Maybe it didn't say you know, the Trump's. I mean, do you have to disclose that? Like, that's fucking stupid. No, like, but it's like, I was thinking, well, actually, let me phrase it a better way. Like, why do you give a shit? Oh, I'm sleeping at a Trump supporter's house. Oh, there's probably, like, coronavirus here. Well, you know what's funny? Like, they're, they're complaining about that. I had these, like, Chinese exchange students when I was at Penn State. Like, it was I was doing this Chinese class, and, like, you, know, you met that guy. Oh, and did. he. Yeah, he was telling me, like, you know, the first site, oh, I ran off to New York City because, you know, I might not ever get to go to America again. And I went to this Airbnb from this, from this like, lesbian couple's house, and there was, like, baby doll parts all around the house, like, glued onto, like, the fucking, like, walls. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus, man, this is <laughs> pretty fucked. Dude, these, these people are fucked mentally. The, the leftists are fucked in the head. They really are. Oh, this all makes sense now. I'm reading the headline. Oh, fuck you, ad. Full page ad. Brown University researcher. I'm telling you. Get yep. the premium, dude. Oh, of Daily Caller? Get the Caller? fucking premium. Like, dude. You, oh. An ad blocker. Dude, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to show out some some shekels these people. No, no, no. I'm telling Look, YouTube premium is. YouTube premium during political season, and I will speak this and on, on at and on YouTube. Oh, the cows come home. Look, like like every time I like because they're the YouTube is flooded with political ads. They oh, flood is. that shit with political ads, and for my own sanity, I went and got YouTube premium, and I'm telling you, best investment for political season ever. Here, I posted the article in news. It's, it's not on YouTube. It's actually on the Daily Caller. It had like a full page ad that popped up, but it's a fucking university person that was demanding this refund of Airbnb. Well, imagine my shock. 
scared for my life and safety. What a fucking pussy. Like, like you're you're a fucking college professor and you get scared about like a fucking sign concern doesn't even like you sign in the house with well, you right no, there's more did you read it it says trump yard signs and other white nationalist symbols <laughs> other <laughs> other white nationalist symbols that's implying the trump yard signs a white nationalist symbol so let's find out what else is shall we oh he posted on twitter of course he did of course he did let's dive in is there a thread Oh no, I can't view his tweets. Okay. Well, after people complain, like, like, see, that's what's scary. It's like if this guy's, you know, doing that, and he's a professor, like, how's he gonna react if you wear a Trump sign? They're not gonna feel like safe, and they're gonna gather. Oh yeah, that's that means he's probably kicked out of like actually teaching. Read this is this is these are his tweets. Okay. We left and Airbnb says they can't do anything. Prime example of how white companies make a BLOM statement, but when a bl- but when black person and they now capitalize the B tells them they don't feel they didn't feel safe, they do nothing. What do you not feel safe about? If they want to be racist. KKK symbols, but I, you know, because they hid their t- tweets because they're a bitch. It was probably just a, all it was was probably just a hustle job to try to get some money back. Like, that's probably what it was. Um, I just want to know what not... the other signs were. Like, what, what were the other, like, white nationalist symbols here? What was so scary? Was, what did they have, like, the okay uh, emoji there? Oh, he says, um, he says that the U.S. flag is. <laughs> The U.S. flag. The U.S. flag is a sign of white supremacy, and we need to get it out of there. That's what he's saying. He says Bueno also said that the U.S. flag is one of the several symbols, including the Confederate flag, the KKK symbols, and Trump signs that are used to scare black people. How the fuck is the American flag used to scare black people when you had MLK and every civil rights leader that's worth a damn? waving the fucking flag the american flag like what do they mean by kkk someone's just say like watch well, be like triple k or something no it'd like, be like the cross it's part of the cross <laughs> it's a Christian. like i get offended from that oh that's a hot take oh speaking of blm funny story about that did you see a penn state what they did what do they do this time? Well, they do what they always do, which is they held a vigil for the death of a partner in crime whose boyfriend was shooting at the cops and she got caught on the cause fire because she was involved with a drug dealer. You know, it's a very tragic death, isn't it? You know, she's an innocent, uh, just totally innocent person that really did nothing well, wrong. Did she, was she involved in the drug deal? Yes, she was. Okay, oh yeah, and that's what you get. She was helping him wheel and deal him. It's like Gavin McGinnis says, like, if she knows, we're, we're, wait, she's are we, involved. Are we talking about Brianna? Are we talking no, about Brianna? It's, it's amazing. I don't know how you got that, but yes, it is Brianna. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, like, I, I don't know how you got that because a, like, like, she's a yeah. total innocent angel. Like, right. what I just described is completely opposite. I don't know how you get that. I argued, I argued all that like i've argued with a couple of people um i like she made me look it look did brianna taylor deserve to die of course not right she didn't like like of course not 
But, but people, people have to understand life is a game of odds, right? If you make decision, if you make bad decisions, you run, you, you increase the odds of something bad happening to you. Okay. And vice versa. Like, look, and if you, you do good, make good decisions, you increase the, the odds of something good happening to you. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and like, it's one of those things like, and so did she deserve to die? No. Uh, but hanging around a fucking ex-boyfriend that was all in the fucking drug game. Let's yeah. just, let's just say, let's just say Brianna wasn't involved in the drug game at all. Right. Let's just hypothetical. Let's just say hypothetically that she didn't have, she wasn't involved, but like she hung around this guy that she knew was deeply involved in this fucking drug game. Right. She knew he was involved. Wait, right. Wait. So she said this was an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. So why the fuck, like, okay, who in their right mind hangs around with, like, ex-boyfriends or girlfriends? Or it whatever? was an ex. Like, you can... like, I never understand that. If I'm going to bring up... Well, well no, I mean, I mean, even... Oh, okay, well, let's just say, let's just say another hypothetical and that Brianna Taylor, after, after breaking up with him, never met him again, right? Let's just... We'll even... We'll, we'll, we'll dig even... We'll give... We'll give even more hypotheticals to these fucking liberals. Um, but your decisions can not only affect you now, but they can infect they can affect you in the future as well. Like there's things there's things that could happen within like drug the crime game, the drug game that can that can have ripple effects even in the future. Like say you you could be involved in you you could have been in in um you you might not have known you were in a drug deal or something like that but then your ex-boyfriend might implicate you or say oh she was there or something like that and then all of a sudden now you're getting spied on something that you didn't even fucking know about like shit like that happens all the time right with 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 these cases right the and 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 so you you gotta you have to make you have to make better decisions in order to better your odds of something bad happening. Like and and, I'm not, and again, I always I always keep saying this: she didn't deserve to die. Like nobody really, I don't think anybody really deserves to die unless you're like a serial rapist or something like that, like or a child molester or whatever. I think then you deserve to die. But anyway, the but it's a life is a game of odds like you you if you make bad decisions that's like okay if i go if i walk into a back alley in new york city with a with a brand new shiny rolex on my wrist do i increase the odds that that i get jacked yeah well yeah i increase the odds it's uh, it's like do i did i deserve to get my rolex taken no but did i increase the fucking odds of me that happening to me yeah so that, that that's 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 kind of what i that's kind of what i try to say to people but do you think they want to hear that nope they're like oh so you said they deserve it i said no nobody deserves it but again life is a game of odds that's how you got to look at life you yeah. gotta look at life as a game of odds, right? 
if you whatever decision you make improves or de- uh, improves or decreases your odds, you know, of something bad happening to you. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Like, look, um, and guy, I I'll show you. Um, there's actually a, a, a small story I'm gonna tell about these protests too of something crazy that happened. But um, if you look at the stream, I'm going through an article here that shows photos. Um, I'm gonna also post in the chat. Um, it shows photos from the march, and look, look, look at this. They're in front of the Allen Street gates as usual. But look at this shit. Trump supporters are the 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 COVID spreaders, but these fuckers are. There's no social distancing right here. They're all in front of the Allen mm-hmm. Street gates. It's probably one of the bigger yeah. crowds I've seen. Like this is about the size I was seeing with Trump. I would have got to be in. like. I would have to be like. I'd, I'd have to ask them. Well, what kind of justice are they looking for? So they want the officer fired. They want police defunded or even abolished. You know, and they probably don't even yeah. know what specific like justice they yeah. want. But like they don't. But like, look at this shit. Like, I mean, like, look at this, like these signs. You are not. Like, a racist black power symbolism. Yeah. They don't even under, these assholes don't even understand how the whole fucking well look at it how too. it even how works. People are fucking white. Like look at these people. Man. I know. That's the okay. thing I always tell people. They don't understand. Like these are the you know these white people don't fucking these these uh suburban white people don't even understand how the fuck a a police unit even works or even how cases like this even work like look at the brianna taylor thing look you you had the police you had the louisville louisville police uh investigate the investigate the situation you probably you probably had the kentucky bureau of investigation investigating this case because it made national news you had a parallel fbi investigation handling handling this case as well it goes to trial. It goes to trial. You have, you have, and then you have internal affairs, right? And all, mm-hmm. like looking, looking over all of this, you have so much oversight going through all of this shit. Like, and the thing too oh, is, when you look at the officer that was charged, the guys yeah. that killed her weren't charged, and nobody was charged for any murder or anything like that. The one charge that was thrown at an officer wasn't really what you would think it was for. It was actually for um, endangering other people because when he shot uh, the guy, he was shooting at him, you know, with multiple rounds. Like, look, that's what you're going to do in that situation. I mean, this charge is kind of bullshit, but I understand where it's coming from. And the charge really was that you're endangering other people because these bullets yeah. are flying through the walls right. and could potentially hurt other and kill other right. people. That's a valid concern. And I'm at the same time, it's like when yeah. you're in that situation, you're not gonna fucking think of that. You see a guy fucking shooting you, you're gonna right. like shoot back. So it's like it's a little silly, but like I get the concern. But like these people are protesting over somebody like this thing was a total lie. Remember we talked about when it first yeah. broke and it was like the original story was uh Cops busted down this guy's door. He grabs his gun, can't tell if it, can't tell if it's cops, and starts shooting back. And they shoot him. That's not what fucking happened. That was what the libertarians were saying. That was what the the Marxists were saying, and the left It was kind of like not very cool in this story at first. It was really more the libertarians that were pushing it. Turns out none of that fucking happened. This no knock order thing wasn't what really went down. Uh, they did knock. 
and the boyfriend uh, didn't respond. People, witnesses can confirm that the cops knocked and identified themselves. So the guy knew, the boyfriend knew what he was shooting at, who he was shooting at, and he did it anyway. And the cops responded the only way any sane, normal person would. The cops did nothing wrong, okay? They did nothing wrong. The boyfriend is um, basically was going to be a cop killer. He was going to be a cop killer, okay? And I know these people would probably would cheer that on, but, like, he was going to be a fucking cop killer. Say her I name. Have... Like, yeah. look at these signs. Like, no, what the I... fuck? Yeah. Like, they, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, what they, they think her name has some sort of power? She fucking Voldemort now? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, what's saying her name? I do, like, you know... What are they, Walter White? Say my name. <laughs> like Beetlejuice, you say it three times and you just pop up or whatever. Brianna but, Taylor, you're goddamn right. Like I, I have to say, I have to say, and he, even when um, the the Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron, he is a fucking that 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 guy might be a future rock star. Man, boy, did he do an incredible job. Man, did he do an incredible job with this whole investigation thing? And they were like, and, and I'm sorry, it's like, look, to even find, to even find that guy, you know, the the other cop <laughs> responsible for shooting, like, you know, and like recklessly. I mean, I mean, that's it's it's impressive. Like, like, like he did. They he did a great job. He did a great job with with handle handling it, even though you know, like. You you were never gonna you were never gonna make these fucking rioters happy. Like you're not no. you're, you're just not gonna do it. The best thing that you can do when you're when you're Daniel Cameron uh, is just gather the information and do your job to the best of your ability. And I, I feel like he did that. I feel like he did that. And um, you know, and I and I felt like when he when he went on the podium and he tried to you know he he tried to explain why he made the decisions that he made. I was I was impressed. I was impressed, and I was like, all right, this is I could totally get behind that. Like, and 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 it's you're not going to please. Yeah, again, you're not going to please these fucking rioters or these people. But then, but then again, these are these are rioters that are getting paid by somebody else to fucking riot anyway for the most part they're fucking they're they're there to cause chaos say they're not his there. name they're, george they're not soros they're not they're not there to really they're this, this i almost feel like i almost feel like these riots have nothing to fucking do with brianna taylor no they like, never they, do they're no they it's never not have. like it's more it's more along the lines of hey we just want to destroy shit or it's we just excuse. want to overthrow that. Oh, by the way, and uh, and I saw I saw this uh, while I was looking on Twitter. There was a group that was taught that was saying overthrow, right? There was a, there was a there was some there was some lady that was speaking with a group that said, "Well, we're overthrowing the system." I'm like, "You are the, the system." <laughs> How the fuck is that okay? So, so, look, attempting to overthrow the government or even advocating to overthrow the government, those are federal crimes. Well, I, don't, well, I, I know attempting to. I don't know if advocating to is. Advocating? Hold on. Let me... Well, there is a difference. A lot of people in fucking trouble right now. Everyone who is at Seattle and, like, Seattle Chop, all these, like, yeah. communists out here would 
would actually get in trouble. I, I said this on an episode a while back when I was looking at some like free speech stuff. Okay. And there is they talk about some Wikipedia where there's a difference between um advocating and I think um uh instigating or something okay. like that. Are you are you are you ready for this? Okay, eighteen U.S. Code twenty three eighty five. Advocating overthrow of government. Whoever whoever knowingly or willfully advocates, abets, advises, or teaches the duty, necessity, desirability, or propriety of overthrowing or destroying the government of the United States or the government of any state, territory, district, or possession. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's exactly what these fuckers are doing. Well, I was about to say, because I've heard that advocated tons of times and no one seems to ever get in trouble. Is this something that... Well, there is a difference. There's a huge difference. I need to look it up to get the specifics, but it's like when you hear people like advocate for, um, uh, you know, um, I don't want to say jihad, but like... Kill you know, all white men. Yeah, like bombing something shit. or killing something. Like, you know, like you hear Trump all the time say, like, we're going to bomb this and that, but he doesn't get in trouble for that. You know, well, there is... Said, well, he is the president. He can... Or even when he was a candidate or even a businessman. Like, or even if you and I said, like, there is a difference. I need to look it up. Um, uh, maybe I can find it. It's it. There is a difference. It makes sense when you when uh, you see it explained. Yeah. So here, here, we'll, 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 whoever organizes or helps or attempts to organize any society, group, or assembly of persons who teach, advocate, or encourage the overthrow or destruction of any such government by force or violence or becomes or is a member of or affiliates with any such society, group, or assembly of persons knowing the purposes thereof shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than not more than 20 years or both and shall be ineligible for employment by the United States or any department or agency thereof for the five years next following the, this conviction. I think it's there's the, serious penalties that are involved. Well, there's another shit like this part about like in U.S. code is illegal to knowingly and willfully make any threat to life or kidnap or inflict bodily harm upon the president of the United States. Yep. And I think it's and the world's looking for is incite. You cannot incite people to like. Well, here's the thing. So so with most of these laws, uh, well, I, I, you have to show intent. Yes. Like you have to yes. show intent like to for for these crimes to be committed. So when when you're talking about like Madonna saying she threatened mm -hmm. like she feels like she's going to there's no real intent to that. It's just she's just blabbing a whole bunch of shit in front of a mic, right? No no nobody's going to nobody's going to take that old bag seriously. <laughs> but like but with this they literally have signs and they're marching and they have big old fucking and big old yellow letters overthrow right there's no doubt like there's no doubt like you, you're on camera there's no it's, clear it's and present danger with the madonna thing and yeah, with this no, there is it's there here's is. the term for it actually it's called inciting imminent lawless action speech that incites imminent lawless yeah. action was originally banned under the weaker I, 
clear and present danger test established by Schneck or versus United States, but this test has I since been overturned by the imminent lawless action test established in Bradenburg versus Ohio. Yeah, I think, I think that he that that Donald Trump's not trying trying to do any of this. He's not trying to do any of this. Uh, because I think they want they want to see how crazy this fucking shit gets. Because one, I mean, there's really not much. I mean, I mean to like. I wouldn't, if I was Donald Trump, I probably wouldn't do anything about this fucking shit either. One, because eh, it's in democratic cities. Fuck them. Two, um, you want people to see how crazy these fucking people really are. Like you really want to. There's been a lot of uh, shit. Um, Yeah, there's been a lot of shit that's been happening. You know, and um, yeah, I just want to say, and then, and then, um, I, I think after the election would be the right time to start cracking down on some of these fuckers, right? You want to, you really like once, once you get, once you realize that you're going to be president for the next fucking four years, then it's time to start turning these fucking screws on these assholes. Did you see what I posted in house? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Another thing I fucking found, like, the, it was an article under that fucking student pad project. Yeah, what is that? What is that? They want to go and, like, make fucking tampons and shit in, like, in, like, rural India. It's just, like, so fucking random. That is really like, random. I, I think India has more pressing concerns right now than the access to uh, tampons and stuff when you have, like, you know, people gang raping people on, you know, buses and like, and a looming potential war with China, you know, not saying that like, that's not important, but you know, priorities, it's my favorite word, priorities. Also, um, to go back to those, uh, Black Lives Matter pictures, there's one woman holding a sign. It's probably the dumbest one. It says, and this is all like in big you know caps now look in my eyes and say I don't matter you don't matter how does that sound yeah like how many people no one fucking look look no one fucking matters in this world okay there how does that sound no I'm saying like like why why would you like what's what's the fucking like what's the fucking point of creating these retarded ass signs yeah like, what what's this protest accomplished except that they yeah no, somebody took pictures of they did chalking on the street which i think is technically uh illegal i know you're not allowed to chalk on campus penn state's one of the few campuses where it's banned but they chalked well, on the fucking street I've seen them chalk on campus. You're not allowed to. I I learned that in 2016. You are not allowed to at all. When I saw them do, I think they wrote like "fuck Trump." Yeah, well, yeah, and that's technically not allowed, but you know, it's 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 progressive, so we'll let slide. But they also held a vigil at the Martin Luther King Jr. Plaza, and here's where my fun story comes in. My crazy story is one of my. I don't want to out him. So I'm just going to say one of my friends who just happens to be conservative, um, he went to this to see what it was all about. 
And oh god, this looks so stupid. These fucking visuals. Um, and oh god, they even use a small picture for that's sad. Um, so he was at it, just like chilling in the back, seeing what was going on, and telling us, you know, what it was like and how cringy it was and stupid. And suddenly he hears this guy like during the because they were all giving speeches, like everybody's giving their own little speech. And all of a sudden, somebody, he hears somebody shout out in the distance, All lives matter, Trump 2020. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, so geez. we had some fucking, like, Chad here, like, shouting some, um, some, uh, you know, so shouting out uh, over their vigil. And, oh, dude, they mentioned it in this collegian article. That's great. Um, and what they don't mention in this article is what happened next is the people at the vigil turned to my friend and they're like get the fuck out of here that shit man fuck you what the fuck you saying that here for you fucker he didn't say it they were blaming him for something he didn't even say yeah it's funny you know they want to pretend to be the party of like you know not prejudging people but they just fucking did they just did and the thing too is and i'm not making this up he took video of it, which is great. I can find it and send it to you guys. Um, he, you hear the guy that's shouting it, like it's way in the distance, and I mean way. Like you can tell, it's like I think the guy was probably in his apartment or something shouting it. And then while they're accusing my friend of shouting it, you still hear the fucker shouting it again and again, and they keep accusing him. I'm like. You, you people are, like, so up your own asses. Like, how do you not... Like, that's just so wrong. See, this is why I wish we had, like, a fucking, like, web article create... Like, or, like, web article platform just to go and, like, make shit like these people are stupid. Yeah, I mean, we like, got podcasts, but, like, just write some shit real quick. Boom. Like, a bigger platform where people, like, know about this stuff, too. I mean, maybe that's something we could run up to campus reform, but it's, like, that's pretty bad. I mean, I, I, I'm I, not... I'm trying, I'm trying to word this well, but, like, I think some of these people literally went, looked around, they saw, oh, look, white guy. He said it. You know, because these people are genuinely racist, like some of these Black Lives Matter people. I mean, well, the whole movement's fucking racist, in my opinion. I mean... And it's made the country more racist, which is what really disgusts me about it. But like, well, it's all—it's all about money too. I mean, it really—it was it's like the people behind colleges. the scenes, yes. Yeah, yeah, like, like with colleges, like they don't give a shit. They're just—they—they they don't give a shit about, you know, that they're—they're trying to—they're trying to push heavy with the this the, uh, with like the sociology and the urban, you know, and the urban majors or whatever to like they're trying to make sure that all of the diversity quotas are fucking met as far as admissions and graduations are concerned. So like, there's not a whole lot of, um, like there's not a whole lot of, uh, diverse graduations that go on in like the, ed the engineering fields and all that stuff. So they need, they need to push the numbers out, but they need like in order to do that they need some like easier easier majors and like and i'm not saying that like and and this, and this comes from 
And I'm not saying that they can't, that like minorities can't do it, you know, can't do stuff like engineering majors and stuff like that. It's that they're not being like the wrong people, like especially, especially with the, within the African-American community, the wrong people are glorified. Like you have, you have people like LeBron James that are that they're people are trying to emulate LeBron James. Who the fuck is going to have LeBron James's unique God-given athletic ability, right? He has he, like like nobody has that. Like that's unrealistic to to like try to 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 dream to be like the next LeBron James. That's unrealistic because their body types are just not meant to be that unique, right? Um what about our or like rapper like trying to be a rapper or like a youtuber you know you know what you know what the 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 biggest the most desired profession is outside of the united states is either an astronaut or an engineer right um yeah like you know nobody and and uh or or doctor or doctor um yeah and they don't why, they don't teach you know scott adams made a great point about when the kaepernick ad do you remember that kaepernick ad where there was like this dude on a skateboard and he kept like trying to go down this rail and he kept falling and like nearly like killing himself and kaepernick's message was like never quit just keep yeah. going uh -huh. and and scott adams like ripped it to shreds because he's like it's so stupid like you're trying to do this one stupid thing that almost kills yourself and ruins all your chances of success but hey you can go down a a, a um uh, a railing on a skateboard and he also mentions like inspiring to be like a athlete like you were saying is a stupid aspiration because only like two one percent of population one tenth is... of one percent of the united states yeah will 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 actually be a successful professional athlete. Yeah, it's really down to luck of your genetics. And yeah, there's hard work and all the stuff that goes on to it, but like your odds yeah. of being successful in that are so slim, you're better off doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Well, well I mean, if you work hard, you could be an engineer, you could be an astronaut, you could be whatever. Uh, like like you could you could be you could be a doctor. You could be a doctor. Not like you just you have to put in the work. Not necessarily. Like there is a certain like, like they go and look this up. Like IQ, there is a lot of it that's inherited. Like you can, you can be good at something, but like become an astronaut. Like some people, you know, like at that level of like physics and all that other shit. Like you might not be able to do that, but you can do something else. You can still do something productive. Yeah, you can yeah. still do something that's good for society. You just need to find your place that works there, for you. But there are a few bit. There, there are, there are. But it's like anything. Like, look, not everybody can do it. But, 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 but there's a lot of smart people. There's a lot of smart people out there, and they have the ability. They have the aptitude to be able to do it if they apply themselves. Problem is, the problem is, people want to emulate people that they know, right? If I don't know about Ben Carson, how the fuck do I want to be like him? Right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the you're talking about the great you're talking about the greatest neurosurgeon maybe in the world history, right? He's an he's an African American and he just so happens to be a Republican and in the Trump administration. So nobody nobody know no people want to bury him and want as few people to know about him as possible. But this is, but again, this is one of the one of the greatest neurosurgeons this world has ever known. Like people all over the world are doing surgeries that this man did first, right? 
this is uh, that's something that you know you could do right that's something that that like you can strive to be like without and still be a doctor like you you could strive to be like him and even if you don't make it you'll still be a doctor right there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that yeah. like if you're if you're a professional athlete and you don't make it into the majors what happens like you're it's just like nothing right this is like if you don't make it there's no minor league circuit for you to like live comfortably off of right even if in the majors right like oh oh like like in the majors when you look at like like the nfl right the nfl minimum i think is four hundred ninety-five thousand a year for a roster spot like a 53-man roster spot for one of the 32 teams you make it to the practice squad and the minimum i think is one hundred twenty-eight thousand a year or something like that pretty good right but there's only but again there's only i want to say there's only 11 spots on the practice squad um there's no minor league football team so if you don't make that you're fucked basically um do you um alex remember the state college borough council oh yeah i remember those fuckers remember when we crashed one of their meetings yeah they're doing zoom meetings now oh Oh, my god i was (laughs) want to do that again imagine if somebody zoomed on it was was a one person who said something (laughs) (laughs) oh man that was funny they said something about the holocaust you mentioned like about the minorities like not doing well in engineering. That's not entirely true. That's There's, true. No, it's not. It's not that, that they can't true. do well. It's not that they can't no, do well, no. and it's not like the few people that aren't in don't do well. It's that there's not enough of people that are in no, those that, fucking no, programs. That's not even true. To look how many like Asian people are in fucking like there, and technically I Asian majored. Look, I. I originally majored in computer engineering when I was doing the basic, when I when when in the first year that I was in, when I was doing those, when I was doing the basic course load for engineering, uh, I ran into maybe only five, uh, five black people. And only two of them were actually African-American. The rest of them, I think the two of them were from Nigerian and the other one was like, and now I'm talking. And that, but but black's not the only minority. There's also not a lot of black people at Penn State. Like Asian and Indian, I think that right. So, so you get people from India, you, you get some people from India, but they're from India. They're not here. They're like foreign students here right they're not like i'm saying i'm talking about people here like i get i get what you're saying and that's and that's accurate too even indian americans they do flock to some it's mostly like uh black and hispanic americans that you know they kind of stem away from that i think penn state had like some statistics on the demographic breakdowns by major yeah, and I th- I think like because when I was in ISC, there's a shit ton of like uh, Asian. Uh, oh yeah, variety. there were mine yeah. too. Asian, yeah, Asian, yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Asians. But I'm not, I'm saying like well, yeah, non-Asian minorities. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But yeah, like, there is a distinct like you have to make that distinction. Right, and also yeah, consider true. the fact that there are not a lot of. I mean, actually, I think the 
the smallest minority is probably Hispanics at Penn State. I mean, I barely saw any, and yet there are more Hispanics in the country than um, blacks. Uh-huh. And, and how many of them are in Pennsylvania? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Well, actually, I think it's a decent chunk. Outside of Philly? Let me let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me I, check. I mean, there's some here, but I'm not, it's not like you know, D.C. or like Texas or something. Let's me see. But I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, I'm. I but the but the overall thing I'm saying is like, look, if you're if you think you're gonna. If you if you think if you're gonna bitch about wealth equality and you're spending half a million dollars on a fucking sociology degree where you're only gonna make sixty thousand dollars a year, you deserve to be poor. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's just a bad decision. It's a bad fucking decision. Anything with the fucking studies in its name, you know, you should probably Yeah. Second. Yeah. Um God, I was gonna think it's oh, that's something I was gonna talk about off air because um let's see census pennsylvania oh there's something i posted somewhere earlier i thought see pennsylvania is 81 percent white 12 percent black um asians alone 3.8 percent two or more races two percent hispanic uh almost eight percent it's almost eight percent hispanic which is um I guess so. We do have more blacks here than Hispanics, which makes sense because of Philly has a lot of black people. Well, it's just like cities in general. Like I don't know why they like just well, minorities. Not, not well, just black mean, people, but like minorities in general, with the exception of maybe Hispanics. They even then they still tend to flock to cities. Did you see? Um, here's a, f- a fun headline from the Collegian: University police looking into incident regarding. Arboretum Fountain University Police um, is investigating. Shouldn't it be R? University Police is investigating an incident that occurred at Penn State Arboretum um, where they believe that the fountain was filled up with detergents. I saw that on the, on the Reddit. <laughs> Soap or something similar. Oh, I've seen on a post from a Penn State Reddit account. They yeah, consider so it an matter. act of vandalism. How's that vandalism? Uh, you can fuck oh, it up pretty yeah, bad. You could, yeah, you could sud up, sud up the whole fucking arboretum with some shit like that. Oh, like, if it's a fountain, like, it's like... The motor. It, yeah, I mean, you could fuck up the motor, too, but I'm it's saying, like, prank, yeah. Bro. <laughs> it is, but it's like... Well, in a place where, you know, um, plant life is supposed to be... Uh, embraced plant matter. yes uh th- that that th- that act of vandalism must not be tolerated at all ever. plant lives matter and i love yeah. the arboretum but like i just found this story like the probably one it, it's it's uh it's like one of those stories that you're like oh i never expect that would happen at Penn State. well apparently it's like not uncommon for a dude like you to go and do that to really? the fountain yeah because it's easy to do just put like fucking soap in there that's true like concentrate and it, it'll fill stuff up like i remember when i was in like high school i was like a, a fucking dumbass and there was this like fish tank and there was like a thing of like concentrated soap next to it you know everybody's like how you finding gotta like do like a little tiny you can really fuck up something with that man what would happen to you now you're a good boy working making money with a house I was a terrible fucking kid in high school. Like, I'm not gonna lie, man. It's like every year I got in trouble for something. Probably, usually multiple things. 
Um, speaking of schooling and being good and bad boys, oh god, there's two stories I thought of. Well, number one, we haven't talked about probably the biggest story of the day yet, which is that Amy Coney Barrett was nominated by President Trump to fill the Supreme Court vacancy. Who is Amy Coney Barrett? That is a good question. Because, well, first of all, she did graduate like top of her class, so that's why it made me think of it. Um, At Notre Dame School, uh, or law school, I mean. And she... I'm, I've always wondered how she got this, got here so quickly. She, <laughs> no, she uh, was like, well, she was in the top of her class. So obviously that, does help. that tends, that tends to put you in a very good position. Is she in a, a sorority. Oh God! She graduated. She was. She was. Graduated. What? Magna cum laude or something? Phi Delta some Kappa. Like oh, yeah, and God. magna cum laude. Like I know people are like, oh, I was in a sorority. Like every time I hear someone say they're in a sorority, I'm like, please don't tell me that because now I just have so much preconceptions about what you did. Yeah, we'll talk about fraternities and sororities. Look, I don't have prejudices against any racial or uh, genders. Uh, out there, but I do have prejudices against frats and sororities. Like Jesus, man, there's a reason why they call them sororities at Penn State. Like I'm <laughs> sure, I'm sure not all of them are probably always like that. But wow, look, 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 look. So ACB, she graduated her bachelor's. She graduated of with arts. a bachelor's of arts. Yo, you'll show uh, my cum, BA. Magna cum, she has a BA. Magna cum laude, which means you're at the top of the fucking heap, right? Um. And, uh, and then graduated her with her JD summa cum laude. So she's like really fucking intelligent when it comes to this fucking law thing. Um, she got full tuition scholarship. Like, look, I mean, I mean, it's impressive. It's like her college experience is really impressive. And then you go, you know, with the clerkship for, you know, judge Silverman, and then being, uh, and then for Justice Antonin Scalia, mm. and all of them gave, all of them gave great reviews, great recommendations. And then she went to, she went into teaching, went to, you know, went to become a professor back at, you know, all like she had academic work that has been published in, you know, Columbia, Cornell. Um, uh, I'm not like gonna lie, had, I actually, and I'm not saying it's just to be trolly but i legit think the sororities would help her the most because if you go on pi um pi beta kappa's wikipedia page at the bottom it says notable members since its inception 17 u.s presidents 40 u.s supreme court justices and 136 notable uh lotteries have been inducted members 40 Supreme Court justices. Wait, 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 wait. So it's a sorority, but is it like one of those like intersex ones or is it like one of those like not really? It's a, oh, it's an academic honor society. Okay, see, that's completely yeah, different. Yeah, like they probably don't yeah. do like elephant walks. Well, like, yeah, well when no, you see no, a name they... like Pi Beta Kappa, you instantly think sorority or frat. Like, that's why I thought that when I saw it. Who knows what they actually did? They might do worse things. You don't know. Oh, yeah, probably like you know, rig elections and stuff like that. But at least they don't do elephant walks or like that whatever. you know of. That you know. Yeah, like, of. 
fraternity girls that I've looked up shit online and I've like talked to people, man, they do some re- like as bad as fraternities are, fraternity girls do some pretty weird shit. Like what? Like they had this one that got busted for like they put they make you watch like lesbian porn, then put like a paper towel under you, and if you got wet, you know, you'd be kicked out. The fuck. That was like their initiation. Then like I've noticed Penn State had a point system where like you had to get like twenty something points, and like you got five points for banging in a uh, Greek like a Greek member, like another like a fraternity. Like I think it was like three five points if it was like one of the high tier frats. Like three points if it was like a shit tier frat, and like one point for just a random person. You had to get like twenty some points. That's that's kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. So it was like you had to bang like four to five people at the minimum to get in there. That's so mad. That's so funny. That's so like you could get so competitive with that. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Imagine so, if so... frats did that. Uh, frats did no. They do shit like elephant walks and like you know. Liquor. So they're just gay. Yeah, frats are gay well, and sororities are thoughty. Like, see if like that's why you like that. That's reward for guys. For girls, it's like you know, it's like debasing. You know, in the similar way to like a guy having a thumb shoved up his ass. That's true. You know, a thought. Well, and you look on this um, honor society. You know who else was in it other than Amy Barrows? Pete Buttigieg, oh, Ben boy. Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Um, Heidi Cruz, and I saw some other ones. Fred Rogers, um, Mister Rogers. Rogers. Oh boy, Jimmy Carter, and who else is on here? Kellyanne Conway. That's interesting. Yeah, but she's... So, did someone say Jimmy Carter? Yeah. Oh shit! Here, here. The... Sam's in the house. Sam's here. We got a fucking party Jeff now. Jeff Bezos, Susan Rice. Dinesh D'Souza. Oh, God, that guy. You want to talk about, like, grifters in the fucking spirit of movement? Let me tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, you can give me an Remember when he fucking came to Penn State? Like, oh, you want me to sign anything? You have to go and, like, give me $20 to buy my shitty DVD about yeah. Obama. America. I never even read that. I just had it. And it's like, I'm going to end up watching it at some point. So I don't give a fuck about that guy. But mm. I remember that. I remember really well. George Stephanopoulos. Um, I'm going to stop soon, but like Sonia Sotomayor, um, John Roberts, Susan Collins. Jesus, the people in this thing. Christy Hefner. Like it's not Jeb Bush. <laughs> oh, God. They're about to not set the bar very high. <laughs> Can you imagine Jeb in a Russian frat? No, I can't see him like in any sort of frat unless, well, he, you know, he might be in as like a legacy or something. It's like George or like, you know, other George was in there. And yeah, they like, probably okay. got him in. Like, you know, that's the only way he gets to a frat. It's like one of his like, brothers, like, you know, got him in. Yeah, if are like, okay, George, okay, Jeb, you need a butt chug. Like, it just make you do like the most disturbing things. Like, <laughs> that's going to torture this like semi special needs guy. I was the yo. He's in the night to Columbus. He would be. Jeb. Yeah, Jeb. I I I thought that was a Catholic group. I didn't think he was Catholic. It's a it's a fraternal like Catholic thing. Yes, yeah. Like I know people who are in there. Like me too. Gat. Well, Gavin is in the fucking Knights of Columbus. He is. Yeah. Yeah. My fucking grandfather, I think he tried, like, he was in there for a little bit, but they were doing some really shady shit with the 
raffle tickets. Oh boy. And, he was, and like the people in there were just being dicks to me, so he's like, Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> so I guess that's that, the closest thing Jeb is to like any like frat or secret societies and Knights of Columbus. Other than that, it's like, dude, he ain't got shit. That's a Columbus ain't a fucking frat or a secret society. It's like, a frat. It says it on it's there. Not a, it's not a frat though. It's like <laughs> It's like youth group, but for older people. It says on Wikipedia, Knights of Columbus is a global Catholic fraternal service order. Okay, but it's not like it, it's like it's not like you know they're butt chugging shit. It's like <laughs> oh, you know, it's like it's like a fucking youth group, like a male oriented youth group. Well, we'll have to do a deep dive. We'll infiltrate this one too, and then we can find out the truth. Like I was, I was interested. Like I know, like this one guy. I used to be Facebook friends with. He's like some sort of like Knight of Columbus. Like he's, I mean, he's a little bit off. Like he actually is autistic, but he's like a really cool guy. But like, yeah, I think you know who I'm talking about. Maybe. Mm, I might. Like anyway. Like communist chef. Anyway, Amy Barrett. I I'm warming up to her. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really warming up to her. And part of the biggest reason that I'm kind of cool with her is because I had a weird conundrum where on the one hand I thought Lagoa was the best strategic pick, but Barrett pisses the left off more, and I'm like, Ooh, oh, that's well, we knew it. We knew she would. We knew that ACB would absolutely piss the left off even more because she is a originalist. Like she that's not just... what pisses her them off the most. What pisses them off the most is she's Catholic. They hate. Yeah, that, well, Biden that's... is Catholic. Yes, but they're framing her as a wacky religious nut. She's okay. anti-abortion. Yeah, She's... they're not going to be able to get her on anything. Like, sure, her record is clear. Is Kavanaugh clean? The only problem is they're gonna they're they're gonna come after her Catholic faith. Yes, they're gonna come after her Catholic faith while they're running a Catholic person to be the fucking president. Oh yeah, they... and they also had like JFK. That was a fucking Democrat. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and this is a stupid attack. Right? You don't attack people's faith unless it's yeah. fucking like radical Islam or like some weird well, shit, like Scientology. You're well, running a current Catholic pres- candidate to be fucking president. Like, it's so stupid. I'd love to see them do that. I know. But, it's a, They're putting themselves in a stupid bind, but they're going to make her, they're going to paint her as basically the handmaid's tale. She's yeah. just like, you know, the Republicans are just, she's not really for women. She says she is, but she wants to take your abortion rights away. And she um, wants to take your health care. Like, that's what they're going to frame her as, a, as a crazy Catholic that wants to take away abortion and health care. That's the right, exact you try, frame. You trying to say something, Sammy? Well, I, I, have a, I have a theory that if they do go after the, after the Catholic thing, we're, we're going to see right around the time that that whole thing starts, I bet you anything we're going to see another surge of Catholics, like, pedo scandals coming out. That's an interesting thought. I don't know about that. I I think what the right should do if they start going after her is start going after their fucking presidential, like, candidate right then. Demand he support Amy Barrett as a... Because they're both... As a Catholic, Joe Biden should endorse Amy Barrett. Like, no, I'd go and say, you know, hey, everything that you said about Amy Barrett, you can say that about Joe Biden because he's a fucking Catholic. So mm. if they try to do that, they that can be reversed against them. What, but yeah, but... what other strategy are they going to play, though? Because I don't think this is going to be the only thing they're going to hit her on. Like, 
like there's also these ties to these other like religious groups she has and i think they're gonna do some guilt by association like i mean i don't know a whole lot about her and that's why i was I didn't know a whole lot about Lagoa, and that's why well, I was just guessing it could be well, Lagoa. Well, Sam and I were talking about this before the show. We, we, I think, I think it's they're. they're I mean, obviously, they're gonna try. They're gonna try to do with the judiciary committee or whatever. The four people are gonna try their best to do whatever they can, but I don't think that the conservatives are gonna do a whole fuck of are going to give a shit they're going to they're going to have this one round table where they're all going to question her and then they're just going to go straight to the fucking vote there's not going to be it's not going to be like kavanaugh like kavanaugh i think they gave they 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 gave like grassley did an excellent job in trying to you know like when when the when when they when they tried to do the um christine blasey ford thing he he did a really good job in trying to bring her in and trying to you know give her you know, like like have her participate in questions with like a rape a a a, a, a counselor or like a uh, some sort of counselor uh, who's has experience and like he did his homework to make sure that like like she was taken care of in her questioning and took the time and they took the you know the necessary steps. I don't think you're getting that this time around. I think the conservative I think the conservatives are like fuck it, you had your shot. You ran all over us last time. Fuck you. We're going to get we're going to do the one round of questioning. As soon as that's done, we're going right to the vote and eat a dick. Well, with that that's said though, much, that's pretty much how that thing's going to go. I think last week we were both in agreement that this would be 100 times worse than Kavanaugh. Do we still yes. think that? Yeah, so for those four Yes, for those four people in the judiciary committee, because because you realize it's five, it's five, five GOP, four Democrats. Those four are going to really make shit difficult. They're going to really make shit difficult. Well, they're going to try. I don't think I don't even think even with Kavanaugh, I still don't think it was as they behaved as bad as they will this time around. I just think that the other five are not going to give as much of a shit as they did last time. So that will basically counter counterbalance anything that I think the bigger difference here too is, is something um Sham Brain brought up on Fox tonight, which is that with Kavanaugh you were kind of replacing a moderate with a moderate. It really wasn't like a radical I mean, it was a change to the core. Like, I, I still think there's no denying that, but it wasn't like a super radical change. Now we're we're we are filling a vacancy of a hardcore leftist with a yeah. You're replacing hardcore you're a, conservative. Yeah, yeah. That's it's I think night that, and day. Yeah, but and I, but I don't majority. think there's anything they can do. There's nothing that they can do, and and so I mean, I feel like the those four. And I'm going back to those four. They're they're going to do everything they can. They're going to try. You're going to see a whole bunch of bullshit like you've never seen. But I also think that the GOP is not going to give a shit. Like they would be like, oh, uh, yeah, because because that taught. Look, they had their chance and cat. They fucked up with Kavanaugh. Like they the the liberals fucked up with Kavanaugh. Like they put him through the fucking ringer and because of that 
and they yeah they overplayed their hand and now it's like it set them up for this it set them up for this very moment to where everything even even if they had something interesting they're probably going to get the liberals are probably going to get discounted at every turn and deservedly so because of the way that they treated kavanaugh so interestingly if you look on wikipedia the vote to confirm her to the I think it was the seventh district court. Yeah. Um, it says the vote was um a fifty-five to forty-three uh in confirmation, obviously. There were yeah. three Democrats that voted for her. Joe yep. Donnelly, Tim Kaine, and yeah. Joe Manchin. Nobody remember Tim well, Kaine? Yeah. Back so, as a so, Hillary's. So GP? that's another thing. And that's another interesting point you bring up too, Sean. Uh, there's there's gonna be like Joe Manchin and them. There's gonna be there's gonna be seats that are gonna be contested, like in these moderate areas. That if you if you start playing these fucking games, you're gonna hurt your chances of getting reelected. That you know, I I I think I, I think I think it might actually. I, I think there's a good chance that this vote could could be clean. Like it could be a clean confirmation. Mm. Um just because just because the fact that this election is happening right it's happening in an election right in the heart of an election cycle. And I don't think I and and, and like like with Joe Manchin, you're not going to risk you're not going to risk uh getting um uh, or even Doug Jones, even Doug Jones, even though I think Doug Jones will vote against, just because he he, I think he realizes he's he already said he's going to vote against. Yeah, he he has zero chance of staying in that fucking seat. Like yeah. he has no godforsaken chance in hell of fucking keeping that seat. It didn't matter if it was Tuberville or it was Sessions. They're beating the shit out of him in that fucking Senate race. So, uh, but I think. But I think you're gonna you're gonna see. I think Manchin might vote yes to confirm, just because one he did it before, and two, uh, he's got a hot seat. So, um, and then I will I say too. Gonna... Um, I don't. I don't. It depends on how his reelections are gonna how he's gonna vote. I think they're gonna hit her on this. There is this group that she was involved with called People of Praise. Uh-huh. I don't know exactly what is good or bad or ugly about it, but if you are watching like what the left-wing media is saying, they're bringing this up a lot. They brought yeah. up back in 2017 when she was on, you know, trying to get confirmed to the district courts. I think they're going to dive more into this group and other groups she's involved with, but I think there's yeah. going to be, I don't want to call it an October surprise, but we're approaching October, so I guess we'll call it that. I think there's going to be an October surprise, but they're going to pull something on her, some sort of group she was involved with, something she said in the past, something yeah. she's associated with that's going, going to look, they're going to try and make it look bad. It's not going to be a surprise. We know it's happening. Like we we're counting on it to happen, right? We are absolutely counting on it. Um, but again, like, I don't think that anybody else, I don't think anybody on the rights really, truly, honestly going to give a shit. Like this, this is a, this is a woman with a stellar, stellar fucking record. And I, and I'm not going to, and, and, and I don't think that the GOP 
is got not not only not only because not only because ACB has a really good record, but because what they did to Kavanaugh, it's like no, no, fuck you guys. We're we're we're, we're putting the we're putting her in. Did you see they've already made um, notorious uh, ACB shirts? Yes. Part of me wants to get one. Part of me wants to too. The only reason I'm not is because it donates. You have to donate to Senate Republicans. And God I damn Can't it. do no. that. I don't want to do that. You can't donate. To, oh yeah, I want. I want to yeah, not doing that. Is there any way I could just get it on Amazon? Seriously, guys. Yeah, I want an Amazon ripoff. Like, no joke. Like, if this yeah, was a Trump campaign, I will take. I will buy. take the Amazon not. I will take the Jeff Bezos knockoff just to keep from paying the Senate. Yeah, go to wish. Go to wish. You can yeah. fire there. Well, I'm that. Yeah, here Did you guys it is. know you? This may this may be a little uh, this may be a little off topic, but did you guys know you can turn on your webcams on Discord? Or well, couldn't you do you could do that before, right? Oh, you couldn't do yeah. it in the uh, server chats. Yeah. Yeah, you could do it like in like DM. Like if I were to let's say like call um, Alex here, yeah. I could like do a video chat. But yeah, now they've been rolling it out for servers um, that you can do it in the. Uh, server like chat rooms which is really a long time coming like that's like that's when we were trying to do like when we were doing turning point meetings when the pandemic hit I wanted to do them on discord but discord didn't let you do this shit well this is cool I've got my webcam on right now there it is yep Sammy is going all out I I've I've never seen I've never seen Phil Phil's face. I've seen Sean ugly, man. You don't want to see my face. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> well, you, hey, nuts. shave it a bit and then, you know, it looked like the good old Phil. I I did shave a little bit. I what? did shave beard a little bit. What? You oh. didn't see it? you didn't see it? It did uh, like Oh no, I had a mask. I did have a mask on. Yeah. Dude, uh, you should have seen Phil. Like you're like fucking shaving, man. I, I had one of those uh I have one of those um, one of those masks that like surrounds the fucking. I, I it's like one of those those um, damn near whole face mask, like like one of those lower face masks, like where they you, uh, have, you have you have a, do you have a net gator like I do? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, have. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Well, yeah, I was just. I was just sick of those fucking hospital masks. I'm like, I'm I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I think um though, I think that video think feature's it, been here a while though. Maybe it's like takes time for each server because they don't sometimes roll it out to all servers at once. Speaking of speaking of masks though, Uh-oh. I no longer have to. Oh, you got coronavirus? <laughs> no. You got medical no. exemption? Nope. Your campus. I, oh, you're not in school anymore. You're online. I I live I live I live in a state that says you know well yeah. I, I that's right Florida fucking Florida yeah fucking Florida man. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't like the Supreme Court tell Governor Wolf like his regulations were bullshit? And- yeah yeah they did yeah they did but but he's but he but he's a piece of shit so he's gonna keep those things on anyway. How can he do that if the Supreme Court says no? I thought that's kind of like. You know, kind of like you can't do that. He's gonna fight. He's gonna fight it tooth and nail because he's like, uh, just like Governor Whitmer, he's a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. 
Dude, that's yeah. the thing I noticed too, and I've other people have noticed this too. There is a before the the uh, sh- pandemic shutdowns. For some reason, people were okay with Wolf. I never was, but for some reason, people were. Ever since he shut shit down and kept it shut down for longer than yeah. need be, there is a growing hatred of Wolf oh, like yeah. I've never seen. I see more people hate on Wolf than Joe Biden. Okay, yeah, that tells you something right there, and it's because again, it's what affects people. Well, That's I don't what think. They feel. I well, well, here's here's my thing. Here's what I gather. I don't think people gave a shit as much because we have a like we have a Republican House and Senate. Um, so they didn't, they didn't care as much. It's not that they really so much liked or disliked Wolf. It's that they didn't really care because they had the, the, you know, uh, they had the Republican so. government to back up on, but like Wolf, Wolf fucked up. I mean, he fucked up this oh, last yeah. year, but I've heard I mean, people he literally tell me like Republicans tell me like, Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't think Wolf did that bad of a job or I mean, some cuck Republicans will tell you, like, yeah, I voted for Wolf because I thought he did a good job. But, like, some of your typical Republicans, like, I mean, will be, like, look, indifferent no. on him. Scott Wagner was shit. Did not help himself at all. Yeah, when he election. wanted to stomp Wolf of Golf Shoes. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? Oh, my God. What was that, Alex? I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I, it, was, it was funny, it was, but it was bad. It was so bad so that you bad. laughed. It's like the so the worst bad. thing because that was when they were framing. Remember the whole "jobs not mobs" slogan? That was when that was going yeah. around. And then fucking Scott Wagner literally threatens to stomp Wolf in the face with spiked golf shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you can tell that's a fucking joke. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. I don't think so. Well, I mean, it's, but him. it looks it looked bad. It's just the optics of it just looked terrible. Even if it was just, like like if it was a joke, you you kind of you kind of have to sell it like it's a joke. It, it looked it looked when he said it, it looked weird. It looks real fucking weird, like real cringe. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, I, yeah, I can't like... believe when you Google Scott Wagner, literally, you scroll down and it shows videos. The first video is him winning the Republican nomination. The second, third, fourth, maybe a sixth video is him threatening. <laughs> that he's going to stop on his face with ghost bikes. Like literally, that is what follows him, and it's what everybody learned about him, and it's what everybody remembers him for. Because he's an idiot for saying that. And on top of it, um, you know, he, I, I think there's some like domestic abuse, like charges against him or something. Like there's some really bad stuff that made you like that that came up like when you know those allegations when that statement came out. And you kind of go, okay, maybe this wasn't a joke or anything. Oh, here's the thing, too. It's like, you know, Wolf, like his first term or whatever, you know, he was doing pretty good. Like, I, I think it'd be tough to unseat him. You know, this stuff didn't help any, but I think it was an uphill battle to begin with. Well, you need, you need like, just like every any other fucking race, you need a good enough candidate to really go up against him. Like, yeah. you, you can't just... 
you can't just have a shitty candidate go up and just because he's a conservative, you're like, oh, we got this in the back. No, that's not how politics works, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to win a seat, you need a candidate good enough to fucking win. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing I was mentioning too, in personal life. Um, okay, this tells you a lot right from the first sentence. Wagner has been married, not one, not two. But get how about four fucking times? Okay, okay, we're gonna go on that. Let's look well, at Donald Trump. Trump. I mean, Trump has been married three times. So. But, but that's a bit. First of all, it's three, four. It's a fucking lot. Oh, oh, what? Oh, oh, what's the What's one more divorce? I well, because Wagner right? is younger than Trump. He's sixty-five. Yeah, but. Not much. I mean, and also he's not a fucking billionaire surrounded by supermodels and porn stars. A little bit of a difference. Also, the, the, the temptation isn't there for Scott <laughs> Wagner. <laughs> it's not. Like, let's be real. Like it's a, for 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 Donald Trump. It's like you know, gorgeous supermodels and then hot yes. porn stars or whatever for. For for Scott Wagner, it's a fucking it's Craigslist, a, it, pro, Craigslist prostitute at a gas station or something. Well, yeah, like let's be fair. Who's to be going after like the dump man? That's like sound like fucking like Charlie from Always Done. You know, it's like uh, someone that's you know, like. Well, do you want to hear over, his history? Get over here in the gas station. Here, come here and suck my dick. Oh goddamn it! Oh, you want to hear his history? He's. It says his marriages were to legal secretary Candy Overlander, a receptionist Aline. Candy. She met. What did she marry? He married a Candy. That's already disqualifying. What the fuck? Okay, like who? Like, what? That's a stripper name. That's like. Coming to the stage. Coming to the stage. Coming to the stage next. It's Candy. <laughs> And, and his receptionist, um, Ellen Beecher, translator Sylvia Rodriguez, which ended in divorce. Following his divorce from Rodriguez in 2012, Ragnar married former trucking company owner Tracy Higgs in 2014. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, Jesus. Know, that's a business move right there because, you know, that's oh, the, the garbage. That's called a business partnership. Like, like, see, that's smart. Like, that's 40 chess. <laughs> it is not. He had two daughters, and then Catherine. Which one was this? Which one was fucking Catherine? Okay, I guess this is the fourth one. Filed a protection from abuse order against them <laughs> in 2006. But no charges were filed. They later reconciled that she had been employed for him for several years and worked on his Senate campaign. Yes. It's good old good old Scott Wagner chivalry here. Now I can hear. You go get my beard, I will punch you in the face. How about that? <laughs> there's more to I forget what the allegations were, but I can find it. But there's a redeeming category. Redeeming category. Um actually I shouldn't make that joke because it's gonna get me in trouble. Um <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Anti Semitism controversies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, this guy's I don't I'm know, joking. like, my friend used to work for his garbage company, like, oh, sorry, right. street pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they kept them, they got a couple of DUIs, and they still kept them on, so, I mean, you know. And to be he's, very clear. He's, is he going to campaign, and then all of a sudden he's, he goes full fucking Louis Farrakhan, let me tell you something about the Jews. <laughs> 
No, it, it gets better. And I was joking, to be very clear, if anybody takes out fucking context, I was joking. Um, in 2017, Wagner denounced... This is under anti-Semitism, by the way. Wagner denounced billionaire, businessman, and political donor George Soros. And then the Wikipedia puts in parentheses here, a U.S. citizen since 1961. And okay, then, like, that's, how's that even fucking... <laughs> Who likes George Soros? Yeah, maybe the Nazis liked him because he gave out all the Jews and their names during the Holocaust. But, oh, well, the sentence like, continues with as a it says um, Wagner denounced him as a quote Hungarian Jew who has a quote hatred for America. I mean, I mean, is he wrong? Well, he is Hungarian, and he, he does Hungarian. hate America. Yeah, and then it says Wagner rejected calls from Jewish and Christian clergy asking him to apologize for the remarks. There you go. Stance his ground pretty based, and the Democratic Party in a state, uh, in the state denounces comics as anti Semitic. In September 2018, this is the best part, this is the redeeming part. Wagner cited an anonymously anecdote circulating on the conspiratorial website InfoWars. Yes, <laughs> see, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it complained that quote America is becoming a nation of victims where every Tom Ricardo and Hasid is part of a special group of special friends. Fuck, dude, he's like, no, I, I actually, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's it's like most of that shit is accurate, but man, if you're trying to run for fucking governor of Pennsylvania, that might not be that might not be in your best interest to. You know, but like, come on, man. I met him once because he spoke at the CR meetings. But did I, if I had known he had cited Infowars articles, like, holy fuck, he's getting my vote. Yeah. God damn <laughs> I did him. vote for him. Oh, god, that's did I vote for him? I can't remember. I think I did vote for fuck. I think I did vote for him, and it wasn't because I wanted to, it was because I just didn't like Wolf. Fucking A, though, it's like Infowars, amazing. Amazing. Yes, he's, like, he's a fucking info warrior, man. Like, you know, I give him that. <laughs> so Alex, so Alex Jones endorsed him, but the lizard people didn't. Is that, is that what you're trying to tell me? Vote for Wagner. It's a vote against the lizard people. <laughs> look at this face. Is this the face of an info warrior? Like, look at this guy. Is that is that is that an info warrior? It looks like like I, yeah, I could see it. It looks like a. <laughs> Somebody who fucking locks women up in his basement. And oh, fucking... you know, that's the that, that's the photograph, you know. But he kind of has that frame of Alex Jones, you know. He does. He has the stance. He's got the Texan like build, kind of. He's got the. I could see it. The the, the stance. Alex Jones two He's the clown. He's got the. He's got the closet rapist murderer look on him. <laughs> Like he's a, he's like he's he's on the wrong end of a fucking ID channel documentary. Like they're fucking. <laughs> That's great. I like. That. I could see some mugshots <laughs> come out of that face. Yeah. Usually. That's mugshot worthy. You see on the sex registry. <laughs> like making up. Like, <laughs> like he killed. He bludgeoned and raped uh, multiple women. In the, in the in a fucking cellar in his backyard. <laughs> yeah, we, we, well, he is yeah, he yeah, is from York I, County, I, 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 so. I know that's one of the reasons I liked him. Oh. <laughs> that's you why know? you liked him. I, I like oh, hey, hey, hey! Not everybody from York is a fucking winner. Okay, you should know that because you're from York. Oh yeah, my god! 
Like losers. Dude, this know? might make it worse. It, it says he Dude, duck like, votes on Megan's law, which is a law about domestic abuse. I know uh, Megan's law. That's where I found out the funny pictures of pedophiles. Yeah, but mm. the, 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 this fucker is like, yes, I like, um, you know, these uh, the allegations against him from his like ex-wife about abuse, and then he's like ducking votes on a law about abuse. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You ever, you ever do that? Like, I used to get in trouble because I'd go into high school and I'd go and, like, print out pictures of the funny-looking pedophiles on there. But they look fucking weird, man. Scott yeah, Wagner, they, yeah. can you run hey. Pennsylvania the way you run a garbage company? Well, hey, so you can't spell domestic abuse without abuse. I mean, come on, let's be real here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, this article says Scott Wagner is winning. Yeah, no, he's not. Well, did you see that? Do you see that new ad I keep see, like I saw like on the billboard? It was like, "Don't blame me, I vote for Wagner." Yeah, really. Yeah, we, there's yeah. signs like that all over the turnpike. I haven't seen it. I saw on those. Why digital... would you spend money? Why would you spend money on that shit? You're not going to be gut. You're not gov. Like the next governor's race isn't for fucking two years. years. Like what? Yeah, what are you doing? I did see signs that said, um. Uh, the, it's so weird. There's this one digital billboard when I drive to work that always has whatever like lefty pop icon died on there. Like they had the fucking they had the Black Panther dude, and I oh, I wish I got a picture of it. It literally said Wakanda forever on the fucking billboard, and then they had like RGB. Apparently on there. not. That's, yeah, that's the fuck that guy. Hey, hey if, if it makes you feel any better, the name of the Whitfield report tonight was Bear is in, Ginsburg is out. So. Not so notorious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see these Wagner billboards. Don't blame me. I vote for Wagner. Who, who, what are these for? Like, who's making these? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, just I like the other ones. I think one of them replaced, like, the Ban Assault Weapons billboard. Fuck that. It's nice to see that on the fucking turnpike. <laughs> Oh my god, is this a picture of Wagner shaking hands with Wolf? Unreal. Unreal. Oh my god, I wonder if like, Wolf like, washes his hands after that because he's probably working <laughs> the fucking trash truck. <laughs> but, uh, to be fair though, like, that dude did build like a fucking garbage empire like himself. Like I give him credit for that, like no college degree or anything. Well, have you seen Wolf's, um, I think it's his like, attorney general or VP? I oh think god, we... the fucking tranny. <laughs> No, that's the health person. I'm talking about Chris Chan, health secretary. No, 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 no. Governor Wolf has this fucker. I think we mocked on this show. We mocked it, or maybe it was at the CR meetings. He he has this fucker that's like his AG or his um. I'll know the name when I see. Oh, it's his lieutenant, John Fetterman. Google this guy. He looks like. That it looks like Wolf like dragged this dude off the jailhouse yard. He looks like a fucking like like ape, like a fucking like ex-con. Like he's got tattoos. He never wears a suit. He always wears his like black like oversized shirt. And like when you see him next to Wolf, he like towers over him. Like you think he's like his bodyguard. He looks like a he's like he looks like a closeted white supremacist that was like a leader of the prison like gang. a skinhead. Oh, yeah, you know, I think we're right <laughs> in their history of the KKK. It wouldn't be appropriate. 
But like, look at this dude. He looks like a fucking <laughs> mobster. He's like, I don't like blacks, Jews, Mexicans, and Arabs, but I love Pennsylvania. <laughs> look at this picture of him next to Bernie. Dude, look at this guy. He's creepy as shit. And Wolf, oh look my at God. this. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> like, Optics, chat. Jesus. Oh my, well, look at his no, family. He, look, hey, 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 look, the, look, um, Governor Wolf, he was trying to get the white supremacist vote. So, well, <laughs> hey, like, look, hey, look, he's good. He's kind of looks like a, you know. He's got a diverse hey, base. He wanted to go and stop the school. He, looks like, he, was, he looks like he could have been Amer an American history acts. I mean, come on now. <laughs> or American horror show. What were you saying, Alex? He wanted to, you know, maybe Governor Wolf wanted to go and stop the school to prison pipeline, so he did the prison to uh, politics pipeline. Yeah, and what's the difference? Blowing fucking ex cons into his administration. I have to say, though, his wife is hot as shit. Dude, I bet, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that looks I mean, like that's fucking hot, man. Like, yeah, you can probably do some sex. <laughs> Like I'm just saying, like uh, uh, when you look at him and you look at her, contrast is the word that comes to mind. I mean, she's like she's solid. Like I don't know how he ended up with her. Like if it was like, oh, it's probably at knife point. <laughs> yeah. How did you meet at knife point? He probably traded her. Probably. Like a couple He's like, suck my dick or I'll fucking kill you, you bitch. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? And then she ended up liking it. And she's like, hey, maybe I'll stick around for some more. Or she I, just... I tolerate it because he's in a position of power, you know? Position of privilege. She she, she looks like a porn star. I'm sorry, but but she... But she no? Am I the one getting... Dude. Phil, 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 you're, Phil, you're a fellow dirty boy. <laughs> Tell me... <laughs> Looks like uh yeah, he's seen a few films. Looks like a um, yeah. She she there's that she looks like one of those uh porn stars right before they start uh real really turning turning the screws on the plastic surgery. Like yeah yeah there it is. <laughs> right, yeah, that first picture. Yeah, that's like a before and after picture from what uh, a porn star, right? Oscars? Like never gives. Yeah, you see, ever see the porn star like right when they first like do before first and after business. before porn first after porn yeah, yeah. day yeah. Oh my this God. is the first day on the that job is such a, that is such a before and after fucking porn star thing yeah look at the shirt she's wearing she's got this like cleavage hanging on then what the fuck is this headdress oh, thing snooki, man what is that she looks like fucking snooki <laughs> Jersey. Yeah, it looks like uh, she does. She's a better-looking, semi-classier Snooky. Again, same difference, though. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, like what is this? Oh my God! Look at that! Whoa, yeah, she's gained like, some. Look at this. But let's, let's be real. Like, look at that that second picture where she looks all shot out. <laughs> this dude, this dude with his fucking members-only coat. He's fucking looks like. He just looks like he just buried his ex-wife in his backyard before <laughs> fucking, all right, here we go. And then he found this new one on OnlyFans. Oh, God. Whoa, this God. is her with Anthony Bourdain. What in the world? I think that's why he killed himself. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he couldn't get a piece of that ass. I don't know, maybe me and Moffrey couldn't refuse. <laughs> Yikes. Dude, like, this is Fetterman guy, though, like, 
What in the, like, where did Wolf dig up this fossil? Scary looking. He is scary looking, dude. I mean, shit. Scary looking. That is some. He's our lieutenant governor. I feel bad for his like daughter's future boyfriends. Like, if I saw that, should I fucking run? Yeah, I'd be like, nope. Nope, we ain't having sex. She's gonna die a virgin. She's gonna die. Like, yeah, boyfriends would come to the house like, oh, fuck no. As Dora looks like, you know, she got her mom's genes, so it's not like she's going to be an ugly, like, you know, teenager or something. Like, she's going to be hot, and the boys are going to be all over her. And then they're going to see the dad, and they're going to, like, scatter. With her ducking her head, looks like she's, like, scared. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't beat me again, daddy. Yeah. I love how the kids, there's, like, two browner, and there's, like, this one blonde hair, blue eye, like based Aryan here like what's going on here I I, 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 that's the dude's probably like hey you better smile you little bitch or I'm gonna burn you with my cigarette (laughs) he probably adopted that one I I I I love this I love the psycho mischievous look on his face like like he's trying like he's trying to fake a smile or something like he's got I don't want to but fuck it. Um, I mean, when you're lieutenant governor, you gotta look, you know, the part. Dude, his face just looks so empty. Like, I think he needs a, uh, like, a teardrop under his eye, you know? Yeah, yeah dry <laughs> eyes. He's missing a swastika on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, a whole big old canvas over there. Oh, he's already got the Aryan kid going, you know? Just just put the, uh, the Charlie yeah. Manson look on you. He does look like Charlie Manson, dude. Look at it. the complexions, the the fucking, fucking like facial hair, the arm, the arm tattoo and shit. What the fuck, man? Governor Wolf's dude, running mate is Charles gotta... Manson. Dude, 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 he looks like a he looks like a he looks like an evil version of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He looks no, I think the Charles Manson one's the closest. Yeah. I mean, look yeah, at well, this. Like that should be the you want to have like a good smear campaign. Put billboards of this fucker next to Charles Manson and be like, "Spot the difference. <laughs> What's missing? Who who wore better?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, I wonder if this dude—he's got to have some like drug connections or some kingpin shit. Like, I mean, this isn't normal. Maybe that's why like uh, Wolf is pushing to legalize fucking marijuana. Yeah, yeah. No, it is actually. That was just this, this dude's thing. I'm not even <laughs> making it. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good for his business. Actually, be bad for his business. No, 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 no. Because if 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 it's illegal and the government's taxing it, it's more expensive. Yeah, the the um the black market option is cheaper. Look at this fucking picture though. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, that last <laughs> picture. That's like, that's like, look, I I tried. I, I, I tried to get all rid of all the blacks, Jews, and Mexicans, but here we are. Six million short. I mean, what are you going to do? Jesus, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, God. He's like, I tried to finish the job Hitler started. Uh, so so I'm going to search. Like, he's got to be like either like an ex-bouncer, ex-con or something. Or a bounty hunter. Jeez, yeah, he's... <laughs> Me, he's the type of guy he's like the kylo i was gonna make a kylo ren joke earlier and i forget who was, oh it's for jeb like jeb's like the kylo ren like i will finish what you have started that's what this guy is so like he has like a hitler like fucking like like he's got like mind conf and he looks and goes i will finish what you have started and then he like he's like i'm gonna be lieutenant governor of pennsylvania 
And then now he's in the classroom talking to kids. Man, the people infiltrating. Wolf is secretly a cryptic, um, you know, like a, I don't know, like 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 you said, the pipeline between the prison and politics. Oh man, it looks like the one the one with his the the, the other one going back to the one with the, with his kids or whatever. <laughs> no. Like like the, the, the can we not the go died back to that? <laughs> The dyed blonde hair, like, look, I try, I try to dye my kid's hair blonde so he looked more Aryan. I mean, holy shit! What more can you want? I mean, I'm trying here. Fuck, man. Let's see. He was born. Oh, okay, it makes sense now. Born in Reading Hospital in West Reading, PA. Oh fuck, <laughs> man. Yeah, he, he's. He was born into a hardened criminal lifestyle. If you're born in Reading, holy fuck. Describe his parents as having started out, ex- quote, extremely poor with both being teenagers at the time of his birth. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, fucking that, Juno that, here. Yeah, that goes that 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 happens a lot in Reading. <laughs> However, they eventually <laughs> moved to York, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a lot like a York person. <laughs> One drug dumped to another. Holy fuck. It didn't exactly move to like Holland Heights Holy here, you know? Shit. The streets didn't get paved with gold, you know? They, it's, they... Not, it's not exactly the Jeffersons kind of move here. <laughs> the Jeffersons. Whoa, moving on up. <laughs> oh, God. It says where John grew up. And his father achieved success as an insurance business owner. So he was like a fucking probably like an ambulance chaser. You know? Oh, yeah. Starting um, lightning here and there. Um, describe his... Why does fucking policy or I'll kill you? He I does... will murder your family if you don't sign this fucking sheet. It's probably like the He's Saul Goodman. He's enforcer. Yes. He described his upbringing as middle class and quote privilege. You couldn't tell from the looking at him, saying he sleepwalked through his young adulthood, avidly playing four years of football in college and intending to eventually take over as owner of his father's business. Graduated from Albright College, his father's uh, alma mater, and was on his way to earning a master's of uh, business administration from the University of Connecticut. However, however, his life took a dramatic or drastic change after his friend died in a car accident on his way uh, to drive Fetterman from the gym. What the fuck does that have to do with getting your MBA? I don't know, man. Maybe dude, 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 that's some bullshit. John Wick story. He wants to run. <laughs> it literally were like, oh, he was going to get his MBA, but his friend died in a car crash. Take him home from the gym. What the fuck does that have to do with your MBA? Did he literally just quit college because his friend was going to pick him up from the gym and he died? Yes, that's sad, tragic, and would traumatize me, but that doesn't make you stop getting your fucking MBA. Maybe he wanted to get revenge instead. It says, following his friend's death, Fetterman joined Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America. Oh, he's a big brother, all right. Pairing with an eight-year-old boy. (laughs) Oh, God, that sounds creepy. In New Haven, Connecticut, whose father had died from AIDS and whose mother was battling the disease during his time as a big brother. Fetterman says he became preoccupied with the concept of the random lottery of birth and promised the boy's mother he would continue to look for after his son. Afterwards, in 95, he joined the and found or joined the recently founded AmeriCorps and set to teach Pittsburgh students pursuing their GEDs. 
Uh, for two years, he worked in Pittsburgh for attending Harvard University's Kennedy School of Government. Graduated in 1999 with a Master of Public Policy. How the fuck did this guy get into Harvard? Probably, like, forces away in. Like, if he walked into Harvard, you're going to stop him? <laughs> I don't think any of those soy boys there could. I mean, <laughs> like, do you see this, like, rabbit hole he, like, climbed through? MBA in, Con- oh, no, sorry, Albright College? Nope. MBA in Con- University of Connecticut? Nope. Uh, Harvard? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, I'm sure, like, there's no way he didn't, like, work as a bouncer at some point in his life. Or, like, <laughs> some other sort of, like, hard knock shit. After living in Braddock for four years, attracted by what he called the town's magnif- ma- ma- magnet beauty, Fetterman uh, ran against the incumbent mayor in 2005 and won by a single vote. He probably went to that person who was like, you're going to vote for me, buddy? Or you're going to vote for this guy? <laughs> or else. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just by looking at him. Uh, this is poorly worded. Fetterman established a strong relationship with the 16 to 24-year-old population. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he said there's a fucking relationship with those people because who are they going to do stuff? <laughs> oh, gosh. Dude's funny. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, he purchased a church before demolishing, uh, before demolition for fifty thousand dollars. He had two shipping containers for extra living space. <laughs> he was living in a shipping container. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Oh God, so funny. Oh God, he has since purchased and renovated many additional houses, and for cheaper, even free. Rent. He has attracted many young artists to the town through cheap rent, starting various art exhibitions. The town's renaissance has been attributed. <laughs> oh, he's a renaissance man, guys. Do you look at him and think he's a renaissance? His commitment to the community of Braddock is shown in his various tattoos. On his left arm are the numbers 15104 Braddock zip code. <laughs> and on the right, the dates of Oh God! Five murderers that occupy the town <laughs> since he was elected mayor. That's weird. Um, like, what was that? Did he know those people in prison? <laughs> he probably got to know. Maybe he was in the same gang. He's got gang tattoos. So he has a tattoo of the town's zip code and a tattoo of the town's five murderers. <laughs> Who does that? That's so fucking like. Unprofessional. That's fucked up is what it is. Is that supposed to be like a low murder number, like five? So like he put the murders on there? Like why know. would you put their names? That's just like weird. Like, yeah, I have this like, you know, child murder tattooed to me. Like, yeah, that's totally cool. That's normal. Oh god. We're I wanna find there's gotta be more to this. Like, how do you get to that place? Oh, he tried to run for Senate and lost by a lot, apparently. It's harder to intimidate that many people. 4%, and then he ran as lieutenant governor. I did pretty decent. He got 38% of the vote, but he won. Amazing. Uh, 38%? What was that? 
Well, he said he won at 38% of the vote. Yes. This, this, the uh, runner-up had 23%. Oh, Personal life. Fetterman lives in a converted car dealership <laughs> with his wife and three kids. A converted car dealership. What is this ghetto shit? Have, have any of you guys seen The Sopranos? That's like, this is turning into Dude, some... if you gave me Sopranos vibes, like I was even going to say, his wife looks like the wife of Tony Soprano if it was like a immigrant or like a blonde, or non-blonde, I mean, because Tony's was blonde. Yeah, Car- yeah Carmelo was, was a blonde. But... Yeah, no, no, seriously, and, and this guy as a teacher, like, Oof. I don't know you guys, but, but this, but... He does not seem like, like, like I would not want to take his courses just because he seems like, he seems like the type of teacher who would, who would beat the shit out of me. Literally. <laughs> I found his uh, zip code tattoo. That's a, he looks like a fucking caveman. <laughs> he like, does. Fucking Fred Flintstone. <laughs> He's he looks like no. He looks like a ba- He looks like a bassist for a failed fucking metal band or some shit. He does. <laughs> it is it like the fourteen eighty eight tattoo? He has like one five one. Guys, don't you go and Photoshop that, like they did with like the I'll Ben be- Harrison shit. I'm a fool. I'm a former bassist for the Devil's Taint. Like, what the fuck is that even a band? Like, I can see the- that. Like, you see all- him drinking all these like hipster beers, like. Yeah, he seems like he that does have like semi hipster vibes. Like he probably looks all badass when he doesn't do shit. Like he's like, oh, you know, like my soy latte. Yo, he's got some like Islamic, I think, or Jewish uh, tattoos. What is this? Look at this one. <laughs> oh boy, where's? Yeah, I think that's Jewish. Yeah, that looks Jewish. Oy he probably like, probably at knife point. He's like. <laughs> Give me some good luck, bitch. <laughs> Don't make me make you drop the soap. Oh, yo, I think I found like an old, an old, like, um, like a fucking uh, yearbook photo of this dude. Let's, let's look at this one. There you go, Kavanaugh, look at his yearbook photos. <laughs> and holy shit, like. Got the fonts here. Unconventional <laughs> in size and rise. Yeah, you got that right, Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Got the fucking fonds here. Oof. I wonder if he's done steroids. Like, yeah, he he's like into too. like recreational marijuana shit. Oh god. And next thing is we like recreational meth. <laughs> he goes libertarian. <laughs> Wait, so those are the five murders? That's five lines. Why would he write the five murders names in? Like fucking like Torah speak. I thought it's like nine. No, it's five. It's five murders. Oh shit! There are nine lines. Oh, and this other photo looks like five. <sighs> what the fuck? Like, see, I don't know, man. If there's a tattoo, it's like not gonna be some stupid shit like a zip code. Up, up, up! I got a very uh, exclusive, rare image of a uh, of a uh, John Fetterman here flashing the uh, white power. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah, you probably so. can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control guys. It just comes out of me. Oh, I got a second picture. 
Oh, it's just flashing it again. White power fist. <clears throat> See, this looks more like his natural setting here. Fucking like hipster bar restaurant. Like, you know, that, that looks like he does look like a waiter, you know, or like a bartender. Yeah, I'm about to say, I, can't, I don't think waiter. No. Bartender. <laughs> Bartender, oh maybe at like a fucking like hole in the wall or like a hipster, a real hipster joint. Dude, I found his Sopranos um, uh, photo shoot. Oh, God. <laughs> He's got... that, that reminds me of that one dude from, uh, what was it, Pawn Stars, the, <laughs> the like, kind of retarded -y guy. Chumley. Yeah, he kind of looks like him, but like more intimidating. Dude, this is like his fucking soprano photo. He's got like the rough streets in the back, you know, in the city, and then he's got this like jacket on. You know, he's all rough looking. Has like a fucking rifle under that jacket. <laughs> his hands in his pockets. Probably got like a fucking like mini um revolver in there. Oh God. Oh, dude, here you go. Here you go. And they have their masks on, but look at this shit. God, that's so fucking stupid. He put it on his Twitter, too. I don't know. Like, see, that's one thing. I brought that up before. Like, man. I don't know, man. I, I think it's going to happen in the next five years. I kind of think so. It's going to happen eventually. I think that, that, that's been fucking... That, that battle's... He ain't getting nowhere with that. Yo, what the fuck happened to his hand? <laughs> oh, God. What happened to it? Which one? It's the way I think the picture's taken, or the screenshot from the video, but, like, what the fuck? Maybe he got into a fist fight. <laughs> he hugged Bernie. Wow. Yeah, Bernie was probably like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, scared. Like All right. Any uh, any other important news? Uh, this was important. Oh, any other news? He was on Colbert. No, I'm saying when you I'm, I'm what I meant was like since you said is there any other important news? I'm like I almost imply that what we're doing right now was important. Oh my God, dude! Look at his fucking finger, man. Like I, I see what you're talking about. It looks like he's like an like an assassin or something. You know, he's like, that, that, no, that is literally John Wick. Like in the third one, John Wick like loses a part of his finger. This dude's trying to be John Wick here. John Wick three. Like, uh, so he could like you know the older Assassin's Creed where they had to chop off the finger to put the put the uh, you know assassin blade in there. Oh my god! With the fucking hidden blade, this is what it looks like. It's what the modern day assassin. Oh, somebody scene. made a great caricature of him. Here you go. Here you go. Check this shit out. Like his eyes look so gay in that. Steve's <laughs> a fucking like. <laughs> too realistic, I think, for that caricature. I just want to know how he ended up with that. No way, dude. No way. Porn star or was a porn star? No, no, no. It's better. It's better. It's what? better. Read the headline. That is adoptive daughter. 
It says once undocumented immigrant. Oh, I wonder who's drug holder. <laughs> She's like a fucking bride order. Oh my god, that's amazing. I mean, look, hey, if that's what illegal immigrants look like, open borders, baby. Let's go. He really smuggled her in himself. That's probably how he got her, because it's like, hey, you want to get a green card marriage? <laughs> I'll show you how you can get a green card. Bend over, and I'll show you. Came for the green card, stayed for the power. What was that? Came for the green card, stayed for the power. Yes. Oh my god. That's amazing. And then there were two. Alright, man, want anything else? He looks like a construction worker. Let's uh, see, I could see him working at Pen Waste more than I could see the other guy. Wow. I didn't realize it's almost three thirty, Jesus Christ. Yeah. We were going. We were going tonight. All right, man. I guess we should shut her down. Yeah, that's what chat's been saying. Tiger said, laugh my ass off, go to sleep already. No, you. I say I never read it whenever she comments, and it's like... Oh, man, we need to do a better job of, like, keeping track of that chat. Like, sometimes, you know... Doesn't happen. I know the problem is like when I I keep it open on my laptop screen so that I can do two screens at once, but like I always forget to reopen it is what usually happens. See, man, you, like I'm telling you, man, invest in that gamer computer, buy two two monitors. Have I one have two monitors. Chat. Well, put the fucking chat in one of them. I did, but like I was checking some of the I was posting stuff in the Discord, so it like. Was it, I forgot about it because it went behind there. I think there's a way. I don't know, man. Let's, let's, let's kill this <laughs> stream. We will. We're going to do that now. Thank you guys for tuning in. Subscribe, like, share, all that shit, and wash your hands. Take it easy, folks.